0: Well, I guess a funny one, I, my birthday was actually Friday. (laughs) I'm 27, a lot closer to 30 than I am to 20. And this one was a story that Munchie told me, my 12 year old niece. So we were just uh, talking. She said, I wish I can go to Mexico because I heard their kids can drink alcohol and fifth grade gets stressful. I'm thinking, (laughs) I mean, yes, because she told me that she punched a boy because they were play fighting and then he punched and I think he, he punched her so she punched him in his arm. and uh, But luckily none of them got in trouble because you know, it was kind of tick
1: for tack. Yeah, okay, that's good. All right, big good job, Lawless, Louisiana. <laughs> you you have not listened. I remember, yeah, Bill Mars told me this story on whatchamacallit and I was like, munchie. <laughs> What you going through, girl, in the fifth grade? You trying to get drunk? I don't have time. (laughs) Oh my God. I said not munchy. Wanting to get drunk. Going to Mexico to get crunk. I don't have time. Oh my goodness. I don't have a funny story this week. Um, but uh we gonna start happy uh women's history month this is confrontational millennials made up of the two best women I know <laughs> I'm, I'm Nikki Ali, and I'm Belle Mars and um we're gonna start this week with a uh, our usual segment but I'm now naming it how men are ruining our lives um <laughs> like. Well, let's get into it because it's Women's History Month. Yes, um, I mean, as you
0: may know, we are residents of the wonderful state of Texas, yeah. and I mean, as a native-born Texan, especially on my mom's side, who've been whose family
1: been Texans for generations, Texas be trash. It does. It is. <laughs> just the biggest piece of trash it is the largest state in this country one of the largest states in this country so just yeah second by population after california because i think texas is a
0: state of contradictions i mean like take for example houston the most diverse city you can meet every type of person in houston i mean from race religion sexual orientation Mm
1: -hmm.
0: everything but then also we're number one for white supremacist propaganda yeah yeah, we're number one with research and medical field. We're breaking like MD Anderson's number one in the fucking world when it comes to medical research. Mm-hmm. But also we suck when it comes to primary care. We're like 48 out of 50 states.
1: Do you see how like, this doesn't make sense. We have a whole medical center. I live <laughs> near the medical center. And yet <laughs> here we are out of 50 whole states. The only two that are probably worse than us are probably Louisiana or Mississippi or Alabama
0: well at least Louisiana didn't uh remove his math mandate Mississippi did you did
1: yes <laughs> I was supposed to look up all the states that did that and I did not but go on Mars. tell us more <laughs>
0: and so I mean those are two examples that come off my mind when it comes to like such great contradiction I'm thinking since we're such a lone star state we really fucked up So I'm thinking what goes to them, Governor Greg Abbott. I mean, what's sad for me, I noticed like a lot of my conservative um, people I have on Facebook are defending a lot of these people's actions like Ted Cruz and Greg Abbott, because they said, oh, it's personal choice. I'm thinking Dr. Neil deGrasse Tyson put it perfectly with removing the mask mandate and some are not. It's like the equivalent of having like a designated peace section in the pool. I'm thinking the United States, the pool, and people, and they say, do not pee in the pool. And me being a good pool user, I don't pee in it. I go out and not, but here are people peeing in the pool and it ruins it forever, regardless if you peed or not
1: exactly um and those people who peed in the pool just so y'all know are montana iowa north dakota and mississippi we will be next week on the 5th so it's not all the south but it's still the south and i am disappointed listen if somebody could just i don't want to have to be the one to say this but if somebody could just push greg abbott down the stairs um, (laughs) You know, he doesn't have to die, but like, you know, like if he's just not, let me take that back because like somebody's listening. I'm just kidding. Don't kill that man. But like, I need him to go away. Like, I need him to. Mis- well, he already got vaccinated. So
0: I'm thinking, of course.
1: I love it how like you can get vaccinated and then say no more mask, but like, you're also a rich white man. Of course you got vaccinated before the rest of us plebians. You fucking moron. Like, so you're like, no, like let all of my constituents who have not been, I can guarantee you, most of those people have not been vaccinated. And you're just like, let them run amok. Chaos. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just, And I'm just kind of like, oh no please um yeah
0: and so- it doesn't really create a free economy because I'm thinking oh if you don't want to i'm thinking okay what if i work in like uh at a restaurant and it's open up to 100 so therefore everyone's packed and like it's like sardines and then i might get corona even though i'm taking like every precaution and not getting sick
1: right like you're <laughs> I just, somebody needs, the only like saving grace we have is those people who, and like, I love it because like Sylvester Turner, who is the mayor of, you know, Houston, Houston. um he was like, nah, this is a terrible idea. <laughs> and I yeah. said, yes, Sylvester, tell those people.
0: <laughs> in our county for Harris County, which is the biggest county in Texas, one of the fourth biggest in the United States. Yeah. Or either third, I forgot which one. Uh, but one the biggest county. She's thinking this is horrible because she actually was proactive. Like when back in March of 2020, I do remember saying, okay, we should go on lockdown. I'm gonna enforce wearing masks. You're gonna get fined or could put in jail if you don't wear a mask. People say, no, you're draconian, you're ruining our rights, but Corona's not even that bad. I'm thinking, now look at our asses. We're number one in the state.
1: See, listen, Lena Hidalgo is just trying to save you from yourselves. This is, this is a problem. This is a problem. This is why I'm saying men are ruining our lives because Lena said from the beginning, this is a problem. And y'all were like, no, and look what happened. Oh God. I'm sorry, Lena. I'm sorry that this is what you have to go through. I know that woman every day wakes up and says, no, oh. no. <laughs> another day in this hellhole where no one listens to me oh my gosh and for those of you whining that, like, Biden called you a Neanderthal, like, you no, know, actually, technically, he didn't call you a Neanderthal. He said you had Neanderthal thinking, which is why when, like, people like Megan McCain and all of these other assholes get on here, they're like, he called us a Neanderthal. How dare you, bitch? That's not what he said, first of all. But second of all, I would have said it. You are a Neanderthal. You're an idiot. You're going to go extinct. You know, who's this? the Neanderthals? That's why he called you that because you're literally going to make us extinct with these nonsense, <sighs> my head hurts. Oh my gosh, like the back of my, I feel like my lip nose are swelling up. I'm so <laughs> irritated. My neck is in a tick. Um, Just like y'all, so please like if you're in Texas, please keep wearing your masks um, and try to avoid places that have blatantly and brazenly announced that they don't give a fuck about masks.
0: Yes, and I know it sucks. Like, my birthday's this year, and usually every year for my birthday, I love to do escape rooms, like, get a bunch of my friends together. Mm. But I realize Apollo would be safer if I don't, and it kills me inside.
1: That's right. Listen, I love Belmar's escape rooms, like, every year. Like, it's an adventure, but, like, hey... She got to do it last year. She didn't get to do it this year. And well, maybe, I don't know. We don't, we haven't made concrete plans yet, but you know, like we've all had to, I didn't get a birthday last year either. Y'all need to just suck it up. Okay. Like, <laughs> like shit. I know you want to go to the club and you want to get tipsy. Okay. But like,
0: <laughs> we make don't have to Get tipsy time. at home. Liquor store's still open.
1: That's right. Like make a club at home. Like you don't have to go grind on some man or woman, or whatever, to get your thrill, okay? I don't have time to die because you want dick. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, other ways in which men are ruining our lives. Um, also, no, wait, last thing. Gregory Abbott, I know why you are doing this. You are doing this. You are using this mask mandate in order to take away the heat that you have suffered because of the blackouts last.
0: yes i was we were all freezing cold i think i got some frostbite on my leg yes fun times yeah so i'm thinking because a lot of people don't understand like with texas we it's like a republican safe haven conservative that we like put a middle finger to all sorts of regulations so we're thinking fuck regulation it's like the wild west and we have so many different like electric companies yeah. So I'm thinking we're our own little island. We're the a, a Lone star state in more ways than one.
1: Yeah. So like we know that you're trying to take heat off yourself after y'all utterly failed (laughs) the week of the ice storm. And like, it's not gonna happen. I'm still gonna hold you accountable for that shit. And now the only thing you've done is further pissed off everybody else who doesn't like you. You may have made a couple of people in your base happy because yes, we finally get to run around and endanger people's lives without being told no, but it doesn't matter because everyone else Fucking especially in Houston. This is a most this is a very blue area, like
0: (laughs) yeah, most big area cities are pretty much blue, like Austin's pretty blue, Houston's blue, San Antonio. I think I'm not sure about Dallas.
1: Anyone, I probably want to say yes, Dallas, yes,
0: but I have to double-check that.
1: Yeah, but it's just kind of like the only thing you're proving right now is that you are going to get voted out. I'm telling you right now, listen. Let me start on that campaign. Let me write that note to self. Start on uh, Greg Abbott's get Greg Abbott out of office campaign because I'm tired of this shit, okay? You don't need to be here any longer. (sighs) Anyway, moving on. Who else? What other men are ruining our lives? Oh, yeah. So if you haven't heard, um, Dr. Seuss, six of Dr. Seuss's books um, have been, uh, are no longer going to be in syndicate. They're not going to be published. uh, We're banning them. Because of racist imagery um, against predominantly Asian and African Americans, um, so and that includes what did you say, Bill Mars? What what books? Are, um, a trip let's to, see, to the do? List
0: of Dr. Seuss books that they are no longer carrying because a lot of people are books banned. Well, I want to say banned, but no longer going to be print. It is if I ran a zoo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think it's, damn it, it's not green eggs and ham. It was six. Dr. Seuss won't be Public, according to the AP News. It's, and I think that I saw it on Mulberry Street. And if I ran a zoo, um, goddamn pop ups, I'm sorry.
1: It's all right. It is all. Mick
0: Pool on Beyond Zebra, Scrambled Egg Super, and the Cat's Quizzer.
1: Okay. See, I haven't heard of like four six of those books. So like the only ones I know are if I ran a zoo and mulberry street, those are the only two I know.
0: Yeah, Mulberry Um, Street, there's an Asian guy holding chopsticks. And then mm -hmm. if I ran a zoo, there was two barefooted African men where what appears to be grass skirts with their hair tight above their heads with a bone through their
1: nose. Yeah. And I mean, guys, look, most of y'all probably don't know those damn books. And here's a, here's an alternative, okay? Like, read the popular ones that are not racist. Like, you know, and if you're like, well, Dr. Seuss seems like a piece of trash. I'm not going to read them any- anymore. Great. There are all, like, all sorts of alternatives, um, especially for Black and brown people now. That is one thing I will say about the children's book sphere. There's, like, a lot more books, I think, for um black and brown children now um that weren't available even to us like i like when we were growing up i mean i had like a couple of things like i remember distinctly i had this book about this tall ass like beautiful black dancer like it was a children's book it was great um but i can't remember the name of it right now but like even that was one of the only ones i had so like And I think this man, like, had a whole thread about, like, the outrage behind banning Dr. Seuss books, like, in which he basically described how his mother, like, did this whole experiment in his childhood, where basically she, like, I don't want to say trained him, but, like, she made him believe that Black was the standard. So like she would, she would buy him books, but she would take off covers. Like, so like he didn't even know the Hardy boys was white until he was an adult. Wow. Like, he thought like she would not let them like, she would not let them look at like imagery that like was, was too white. Like she wouldn't, um, she wouldn't let them like watch reruns of stuff, like certain things like, Uh, when they were older like so basically she centered blackness in their lives to where to them like the automatic thing because this happens a lot in when you're raised in society like this like your automatic view of things is white like when that's all you see obviously like when you open a book your automatic assumption is this character is white unless you're told otherwise like they say something like the person had sable skin or they had like you know I don't know, like something like very specifically like to your culture or whatever. Right. So like she made a point to like make raise her children and to think that hey, these these the base of your whole entire is black because you're black. So like every character is your character. And I think it was, it was like the way he described it, I can't remember all the specifics, but that took like a lot of hard work to be able to completely erase the idea that like whiteness is the basis for anything. Right. Amazing. Like I'm, sh- I'm exhausted just thinking about trying to do that for my children, <laughs> just like being like, all you watch. And now it's easier because like this man, I want to say like he grew up in like the 70s. So that's not, that wasn't, you know, like if you think there aren't enough, there aren't enough black characters on screen now, there definitely wasn't any back then. Enough. I mean, characters. there was that black is beautiful movement in the seventies too. Yeah. But it's still like popular culture wise, there definitely wasn't enough black representation back then. So right. like, that had to be extremely difficult. And so for him, like, um, uh. For him, like, he's like, I, th- the, he said, what he said was really poignant. I wish I had taken a screenshot of it. But basically he's like um, all of the white people who are pretty much outraged about like um, Dr. Seuss and realizing that he's racist, which by the way, I'm not sure why y'all are all surprised that Dr. Seuss was racist at one point. So was Walt Disney like like what like so yeah. so was, was the creator of the looney tunes like like did all of these men who like were born in that era 50s 60s like all of that racist white men, racist yeah
0: and also dr seuss is also trash too because i'm thinking also his wife was his first wife was dying of cancer and he was cheating on her with another woman yeah so when she died like i still love you or something like that he got with the woman that he cheated on his dying wife of cancer with and married her
1: yeah. Like hello, like these the I don't know why you put these white men on ped any anyone on pedestals, but especially these white men born in this era. Like they're they're all they're trash. Like I'm sorry, (laughs) they're they're garbage. Do you want me to say it in a fancy accent so it makes you feel better? Like yeah, I'm thinking yeah, it's trash. It's not really cancelable. It's just the
0: suit's sake. Thinking these six books don't really sell because mostly the books that really sell are oh, the places you go. You Mm -hmm. give to anyone that graduates um cat in the hat one fish two fish red fish blue fish yeah the grinch you stole christmas green eggs and uh i guess anything well those are the top ones that come to my head
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah and the lorax
1: and the lorax yeah green eggs and ham the Lorax. all that and the fact that you people are getting on here and just <coughs> oh sorry mm, excuse me the fact that like politicians and like these other people are kind of getting on here and basically what you're basically saying to me when you get on here especially kevin whatever the fuck your name is like whatever that politician's name is that got on live and like red green eggs and ham sis all you're are communicating is that you're racist and you don't care about the fact that this man like that's not even the banned book first of all but second of all it's just kind of like you're missing like you're basically taking to the point i spit in your face i don't care that asian americans and african americans were portrayed in this book like we were portrayed in like the song of the south and like all, all these other um what's the word i'm looking for
0: like outdated, um, offensive.
1: Yeah, like big lips, big butts, like all of that. Like, it, th- you know, the word I'm, you know, the word I'm trying to Stereotypical? Say. Minstrel plays, like when oh, yeah. minstrel shows. Minstrel. Like I did. So like what you're saying is I don't care that that imagery is still around and prevalent and can be like given to my children like fuck you I want to read Dr. Seuss Green Eggs and Ham you're a full grown adult you don't read Green Eggs and Ham bitch why the fuck are you trying to get on here now and act like you're on a high horse like oh like this this author is the foundation of children no like yeah, I mean yeah we read it but you're thinking they also don't know facts and thinking he doesn't care about
0: facts because it's not that book I'm thinking there are other good Dr. Seuss books you want to read Great. I'm thinking that's not the, I think I'm angry. Like, oh, it's cancel Like also the same thing with Mr. Potato Head, like the book thinking, okay, mm-hmm. we're not going to have gender potatoes. It's just going to be my potato or potato Head. Not right. Mr. Potato Head or Miss Potato Head. I'm thinking it's just a toy. I mean, you can give them eyelashes or no eyelashes. It's just a fucking potato. I'm thinking cancel culture. And I remember, I feel like there's no such thing as cancel culture. And then I think if it is, it goes on both extremes because I think the best example is like the Dixie Chicks back in the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Where they say we're against the Iraq or I'm thinking, okay, and they were right to be against it at the yeah. time. And know what? They got canceled.
1: They No one will play them anymore in country music. I'm just like his, it's Kevin McCarthy, that's the that's the GOP leader, and he was like, I still like Dr. Seuss, so I decided to read Green Eggs and Ham. Retweet if you still like him too, and it's just kind of like, bitch, the only thing that you're you're making yourself look like a piece of shit, which we already all knew, like most of y'all were, but like you're making your you're literally sitting. People are trying to make actual change like and like maybe it doesn't make sense to you because you're white and you can't possibly see through the lens of like anyone besides yourself because you have an old white
0: man. I'm guessing that's
1: a millennial. I'm thinking
0: at that time it's outdated and thinking, hell, there's even some things in our age that was kind of outdated. Uh, when we were kids.
1: Exactly. Like there are books right now. I'd never let anybody if I had a kid, there are books now that I read as i never let my kids read. And so (laughs) it's just kind of like you 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 look like a foofa. You look like a fufa, like why you're literally sitting and you look and you choose not to have empathy for these other people you claim to want to represent. And you're just spitting in their face like, oh, yeah, um, I'm sorry that Dr. Seuss like basically um, made you out to be caricatures of yourself and stereotypes. But I like green eggs and ham. So I'm going to read it on a video. And I retweeted you still like him, bitch, go sit down somewhere and actually do your fucking job. How about that? Yes, do your fucking job. They're not canceling
0: Dr. Seuss. They're not burning his books. I'm thinking, and they make it seem like he's being like crucified. I'm thinking, no. It's, so that makes me want to rip out my hair. Yes,
1: and I <laughs> love my hair. And I love Bell Mars's hair. So we should rip our hair out. Finally, um, this week, trending on the internet, um, y'all wanted us to give white men a chance. And specifically, you were talking to black women, and to that I say, um, when have we not like what the fuck? Like, <laughs> like I just want to say, person, like maybe personally, like several people are like white men, no, but like <laughs> every time I look at the television, all they're pushing in my face is that black women should be with white men. <laughs> Like every time I see an interracial couple, if it's not a white man and a black woman, it's a black man and a white woman. And I'm just kind of like, y'all act like those are the only interracial couples we can have. I'm like, where is like the black women with the Asian men or the Asian women with the um, Latino men? Where is that? Like what?
0: Exactly. One person on Twitter said, hashtag give white man a chance can easily be shot down with one single name today, Greg Abbott.
1: (laughs) Right? Like, no, like, it's just kind of like, why? Oh, why why like we um, you know what this could like the hashtag should have been somebody should have done like a counter hashtag that says give all men a chance <laughs> y'all hate black lives matter and y'all want to come up with this all lives matter shit give all men a chance that's yeah, right because- i
0: guess i got some background for those words trending say so the apparently conversation started on an app called clubhouse yeah clubhouse. i mean it's the only reason why i would ever want to get an iphone to get part of clubhouse right it seems like it consists though citizens young enough that the source is looking in doubt with clubhouse's invite only i was basically live podcasts talk back radio stowed channels there was a room and there was a discussion how black women in europe and their dating experience one of them came out was that expanding their potential dating pool outside their race hence hashtag get white men a chance so that's what the original content has as far as i can tell though we'll be interested were to post the audio from clubhouse onto a public forum since then it's taken out without context so i'm thinking yeah Give white men a chance. Thinking there are other men, why not Asian men a chance? Or what if you're done with men at all? Give like, I don't know, give other black women a chance.
1: Yeah, black, somebody responded. They're like, at this point, just date black women, black women. Like they're just like, give black women a chance, black women. How about that? Like, just it's just kind of like, y'all, what is this nonsense? Personally speaking, I haven't been I haven't been like, yeah, I'd get with a white man man in a while. Not since college. And college was, God, like seven years or something like that. So, like, I'm not entirely here for it. I'm not going to say, like, if I meet a decent white man, sure. But, like, I'm not going out of my way to get with a white man. That's all I'm going to say about that, okay? Like, no offense, but also all the offense. (laughs) Because, listen again I as I said men are ruining our lives and a lot of the times it's white men okay (laughs) that's all I need that's all I have to say about that so I'm very wary of y'all all all right yeah I mean you have to be careful make sure that I'm not being a fetishist
0: I mean fetishized because I remember I had one experience with a white man he was Jewish white man Mm -hmm. and of course he had very thin lips um (laughs) And uh, he was an only child and uh, he told me he was very much into black women. Uh, he told me about one experience with the- that he brought a black girl home and his dad was like god think of your children and his dad rather him be, be gay than date a black woman i'm thinking god damn that's harsh i mean what if your son goes gay for a black man yeah that's right He gonna take and the black. you weren't even that serious kid. to consider kids i'm thinking and what about our kids our kids will be considered beautiful
1: that's right because children are a blessing what's wrong with you um but yeah bro like that's how uh, I think that wraps. I think that wraps it up for the. For
0: yeah, me. and for a second, that was give white men a menace. I'm thinking, oh, when I first saw that hashtag, I'm thinking, what the hell? White men are menaces. I'm thinking, okay, that's an interesting hashtag. Good on on, Women History Month. <laughs> right,
1: that's true. White men are menace. <laughs> they are sometimes. You know what? Tell it like it is. Um, but yeah, like that. I don't know why I just I'll give white men a chance when they prove to me that they are not going yeah, to- I mean they have
0: to probably understand a lot of things because oh well, I'm dating someone who is white passing and I guess uh with his last name Breezium can be passing as a white man mm-hmm. even though he's more latino and latino as such so I'm thinking give us more non-white interracial romance will be nice i mean what about a mexican and an asian or black and a I don't know i'm
1: not sure if persians are considered white maybe maybe they know. consider themselves white i you know what i saw the other day there's a movie on netflix i can't pronounce the name because it's mm-hmm. like in i want to say it's in hindi and then also in nigerian so i'm like i can't pronounce either of those words but like it's about this like um I think he's a Hindu man um, who pursues a Nigerian woman. Mm. And it's about their oh, life
0: story. I think it was probably when Nollywood meets Bollywood. Mm-hmm. So Bollywood's over dramatic. Na- Nollywood can be over dramatic. I'm thinking, okay, that's a great mix between those two. I- I'm down for it. I need to check it out.
1: Yeah, I'll send you it afterwards because I'm gonna butcher the title, but I wanna watch it. Um, so there's that. So I I mean I want to see more of that. Like, give me more. Give me more of that. Like why like, I also want to watch Boogie. We also talked about Boogie. Um, yeah. so I would like to watch that as well. Uh, but I'm just saying, like, stop putting us with white men. Like <laughs> it's boring <laughs> at this point. I'm bored. Like, that's all I'm saying. Um, oh, but that concludes um how men are ruining our lives <laughs> segment. We're gonna move on to our main topic of conversation which is women's issues because it's women's history month yeah
0: yeah and i have an article from political in 2019 talking about different women's issues
1: mm-hmm. let me see so we're just gonna be spitfiring, basically like telling you what needs telling you our opinions and what needs to change in our opinion honestly okay have like different
0: people um facing women so it's like um, let's see, one of which is the lack of women in position of power. So, for example, Amy Kovachar said, one of the struggles underlines that all of our policies can continue lack of women positions of power from corporate boardrooms to the courts, to political leadership around the world. The lack of women in senior positions continues since semite a progress issue from pay to a meritarian to discriminate in all forms Soon we understand that the lack of women leadership really holds back not only women but all people Soon we'll be able to advance society as a whole
1: right yeah and like you can see that obviously like she said you can see this in corporate positions and i mean as somebody who pretty much has been in a corporate america situation since i was like jesus it's been like four years, five years at this point now, like there really aren't like a lot of women. Like I will say this, like the first job I ever had, like the VP of that, she was, it was a, it was a woman. And like, that was really great for me to see, especially starting off. Um, But it was the marketing department and, you know, stereotypically, most people leave marketing to women. Like right. every marketing department I've ever been in has been run by women. No marketing department has ever been run by men, ever. <laughs> and like, we've never had, like in my first job that was the largest marketing department I'd ever been in. And there were one, two, three, four, four men out of 20 employees. There, there was four men that worked in that department. And most of them were doing, like, audio-visual, and then one of them was a writer. And so, like, that was, like, I mean, it was great to see that in that position of power, but most of the other departments, finance, right. which, you know, has to do with math. Uh, like, um, what else? Uh, finance, um... Mm, like uh, really like the the head like doctor was a was a male obviously um because I worked in a clinic setting
0: yeah because um, a lot of people point out like say medical school like with like medicine um, the older generations are primarily run by men but more and more like more women are entering into medical school as mm-hmm. well
1: yeah um which is good yeah that's a it's a good um but is it um, I think my follow-up question would be is is the like the higher tier medical professions like doctors and um like uh physician's assistants and things like that are they balancing out as far as men and women or are women still primarily getting into nursing because that's our that's where people delegate us um I think- yeah. I mean, slowly's coming up because you know, like
0: for example, like say top hospitals are still run by men or like deans, but I think it's slowly come more and more measured out because I'm thinking there are benefits to have like women in medicine because mm-hmm. I'm thinking like with certain women, um, they can probably communicate and can read facial expression. Like I guess it's, uh, it's stereotypical that women can read facial expressions better and there still is discrimination because i know like many times how many female doctors come in thinking oh you're the nurse or even worse with you connect with intersectionality it's like oh um i think the janitor or like the nurse's aides in here because i was actually one person i on my facebook she's a doctor dr maisha taylor and she said how many times she came in and she was mistaken for like the janitor or like the nurse's aide or for something like that. And mm-hmm. someone asked her make her some coffee. So I'm thinking that's kind of hella insulting.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, but like that's just, that's one example of like in the medical profession. But I think like a thing that like really um. It's aside from that, like women just being debased just simply for being a woman, like especially in that area, is that like there's a lot of competition, especially in a corporate setting. Mm. Um, and then the more masculine presenting that job seems. So I've worked in I've worked in a medical type situation, I've worked in oil and gas, and now I work in government. So like mm. I I have a very like experience as far as like the workforce in oil and gas everybody was a white man okay like that ran a department most of the like eight out of ten times that was a white man so like (laughs) the head of like the only or it was a man like so like the head of finance a a hispanic man um the head the three heads of the company all white men um like the head of every like technical department a man usually a white man like so it's just kind of like again like my department and HR only two departments ran by women so it's just kind of like there's like and like even if there you have a woman who has the technical skills or like who's come in and has that sort of leadership opportunity like that leadership those leadership skills if there's more than one woman it's kind of like there's a lot of like people breed naturally competition or whatever right so it's just kind of like let's just say in a department like the finance department or whatever that in 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 the oil and gas field that I was in he was the head and every single other person in the finance department was a woman like I kid you not which was amazing like there was literally no other men in the department it was all women and but so let's just say for instance that he decided he was going to retire and step down or whatever. So right. now all of these women have to compete with each other to be able to get that one spot, obviously. Right. And like, it, it's just like competition is naturally bred in corporate America. Like, it's like nobody would ever think or if they even got a chance at all to be able to become the head of that department, they might just hire another man. You know what I'm saying? Like that opportunity might not be extended to them at all. So like here you have on one side, whoever is in charge of hiring, like all these women competing with all the experience and you have outside applicants who happen to be men and you, they're usually, men are usually picked because of those, um, you know, those stereotypical things that people like put against women like oh what if you become pregnant and like you right. can no longer like work like we're, we're gonna be out of work for so long or Oh, you know, like if you decide to get married, like then we're going to be like, uh, like at a disadvantage because you're going to have all this time taken away from you because you're planning a wedding. So the things that people attribute to women are then used against them, right? right. So like if I decide I want to have a family, now I can't advance in my career, which is why right. like, again, like both except my current boss, My other two bosses did not have children. They don't have children. And they were older, especially my first boss. She's in her 60s and 70s. No children to speak of. Um, Yeah, the boss I had in oil and gas, like the the white woman who was over me in oil and gas, no children. She was like, she's in her 40s. No children whatsoever. And so it's just kind of like, it's like it, in order to be a woman like an advance in certain fields and get leadership positions, like we have to sacrifice things that we may or may not want um, right. to get there. And it's just kind of like, what is this like? You act like we can't do both. And women have proven time and time again that we can do fucking both. Like Yeah, it's
0: exhausting as fucking hell.
1: Yeah. But we can do both. I mean, I, I remember there was somebody... Was it a woman in parliament in the UK? Like she brought her daughter to work one day and she like simultaneously managed to keep her daughter quiet and like content while also arguing for a bill on the floor. And I'm just like, if that doesn't prove to you bitches that we could do both. I don't know what the fuck does. Like how, like... If Beyonce can tote around Blue Ivy and then also dance her ass off, every other woman is able to have a child and also be in a leadership. It's not, we we get shit done. Like you act like we don't run whole households. If we can run a whole household and while your ass is at work only doing one thing and taking care of a kid, we can also run a whole country. Let's be clear. Okay. Yeah. And I do wish that
0: primarily certain roles, like, you know, marriage and child race, and that, primarily just women's goal, because I think yeah. probably men should probably have like the opportunity to take off time. Cause mm-hmm. let's say I'm a woman's horrible with kids, but the husband's good with kids. And sometimes I mean there is a small tradition of like men that are coming up to be like stay-at-home dads. Cause I remember one book called like Dad, what is your vagina? <laughs> that was written a long time ago, uh, it was about a man who became a stay-at-home dad. No reason why, because his wife, the wife's job had better benefits of like paid time off. So it would make more sense that, okay, one parent needs to stay home. And I think it's kind of damaging to like both parents. Like if one had to like take off time to go work on the career, cause I mean, and not shitting on women that want to be stay-at-home mom. Cause I know with my one of my sisters, uh, when her daughter was born, she was okay with being a stay-at-home mom with my other sister, Stewie. Hell nah. Yeah, she went we crazy.
1: Know. <laughs> we know, girl. Ooh, we know. But yeah, to, to your point, that's, I mean, that's... And when you think about it, especially with children, the 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 thing that's stereotypically done is you, as a man, like you should, if you're in that type of relationship, Let's be clear. This is for heterosexual relationships, primarily. But as a man, like you and you're like having a child, you know, like the 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 with a woman, like you know, and you have sex and you got her pregnant or whatever, you know, that way, Mm -hmm. that that's your legacy essentially, because they not getting my last name. Unless, well, I mean, and more and more now, like women are being like hyphens or whatever, but like it, when I like the traditional thing is I marry you, I get your last name and any of these children are automatically yours, dun, 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 because they got your last name. I don't get a legacy carried on. Nobody, nobody thinks about that when it comes to women. Now to like, let's be clear. My children are gonna have long ass names because you getting my last name, damn. Okay, do you understand me? <laughs> so the kids gonna be getting a hyphenated last name? Hell yeah! Or I'm gonna smush the two names together. I don't know yet. Uh, <laughs> but like, you getting my last name? Ain't no doubt about it, cause uh, it's not just you didn't just come for your daddy. I had to push your big head out. You better have my last <laughs> name, damn it. But that's what I'm yeah, saying. Like, up, like
0: alcohol, sushi, and cold cut meat
1: exactly like that's that's the whole thing like I like that's your legacy at the end of the day you have to it's good if both parents are there for the child rearing process like the idea that like men should not be allowed to be in their child's lives for those first couple of months is insane to me because you need to bond like you need how are you supposed to have a decent relationship with this child when you don't even spend time with this child it should that should not be the norm like it should be I've had a kid I should at least get like 30 days two weeks something to be able to bond with this kid that just came out of my wife's womb
0: or yeah. whatever
1: and I really wish the United States would have better like maternity
0: leave Cause a lot of times, a lot of women do like unofficial maternity leave right. where they use their vacation time, their six days to probably get like 12 weeks off.
1: Yeah. And
0: a lot of people worry about, Oh, if you hire a woman, you have to worry about them getting married or getting kids or thinking, okay, it's more of a balance. And I'm thinking, okay, you're angry at your coworker for taking off because of kid. I'm thinking you to be angry at management for like not
1: understanding, like certain people need work-life balance too. Yeah. Like, and you should just not just like offer time off but like what are you doing to like if you need that person there like what are you doing to make their schedule flexible okay i understand your kid has to go uh to daycare in the mornings so you don't have to be here exactly at eight you can get here a little later and maybe like and leave a little earlier and like you know, maybe work a couple hours on the weekend or something to supplement or whatever. What are you doing to like, do you have an on-site daycare? Are you like, right. hey friends, hey moms, I know you got kids, bring them here. Uh, yeah, so you don't have to I'm drive. guessing
0: calling out one man, let's see if we can pull the article up. Uh, it was about this Idaho, uh, this a uh, politician in Idaho say we shouldn't fund child uh, preschool because it will take women out. Um, it will put women outside the home. I think so I pull up that article. So, I mean, just hearing that sounds ludicrous. I'm thinking, I thought if you're supposed to be Republican, it's supposed to be good for the economy because you think if women sit out, that's like millions of money lost.
1: Yeah, that's affecting um, your bottom line. We're a large percentage of the workforce. I don't think y'all understand that. Like <laughs> it more is. homes are dual income homes than not. If we don't work for y'all, y'all don't get money.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and sadly, especially in this day and age, unless you make a lot of money. Oh, and I guess should we also talk about the Texas School Chivalry Project? Is that ooh, Bell Mars? Tell me more. <laughs> so this school in our wonderful state of Texas, in shallow water, Texas, uh, as was awesome. been given to them, instructing girls to dress feminine manner to please men, walk behind men, daintily if their feet were bound, and not complain and whine, the
1: and they're expected to lower it? their
0: heads and curtsy for men. Clean up after men, cook for, and bring a drink to the men's class. This goes on for an entire day, even at home. I mean, what type of bullshit is this? I never did this shit in high school. We never did.
1: No, like I've never done this in my life. What the fuck are you talking about? Who who came up with this shit? Let me write a letter, a strongly worded letter. <laughs>
0: Yes, lady must work behind.
1: Or outside of class, lady can I show intellectual
0: superiority if it would offend the men around them.
1: Nah, we fighting. Like, if somebody, this is like when when Black moms have their kids come back and they're like, our teacher today told us to pretend to be a slave and imagine what it would be like. That would be me, the same thing. If my kid came back and they were like, today we had to, we as a, all the girls in school had to, um, bring drinks to men's classes and not answer any questions listen who you know who would be going up to the school immediately it would be Nikki Alley to curse somebody the fuck out I'm bringing everyone in my clan every single female in my clan is also coming my mama my grandmama my other grandmama all of them are coming okay and we are all going to curse every single administrator in that school out we I'm cursing out the little boys I'm cursing out the men I'm cursing out All the women who are complicit, all of y'all is getting a piece of my mind. You're not gonna like it. Okay, that's all I'm saying. That is some bull. Oh my God. I would fight somebody. No, I would fight somebody, Belmars. I would fight somebody. Whoever came up, I'm like, who came up with this? They would have to tell me and I'd fight that man. I'd fight him right in in his classroom or outside the school. I'd be like, put me on world star because I'm fighting (laughs) him. Oh my God, y'all can't do this, like. Yeah, it's a stupid out, I'm thinking, especially for Women's
0: History Month.
1: Yeah, okay. No. In, in Women's History Month, this is what y'all are doing? Uh-uh.
0: So, Idaho lawmaker draws ire after saying mom should stay at home. A decision by Idaho lawmaker to reject six million federal grant to improve early childhood education and come from one market who say mothers belong at home, raise the ire of women. So he said, "Who?" Um, so what? he said, "The goal of the law was to be able to take our children from birth and be able to start indoctrinating them and teaching them to be activists and do other things that we feel parents and people come from a conservative note they are inappropriate. I don't think anyone does a better job than mothers in the home. And any bill that makes it easier or more convenient for mothers to come out of the home, but others raise their child, I don't think that's a good direction for us to be going. That is bullshit."
1: What are we in the eighteen hundreds, bitch? Like people, let me be clear.
0: Yeah, because he said he meant, and he apologized. He said I don't he want meant mouth. the words as a compliment, not an insult.
1: That's so i that's
0: bullshit. I'm thinking where does fathers fit in?
1: No, no, you know what you said, and you not, you're not upset about what you said. You need to stop. Hey, let me be, let me be clear right now. One person does not raise a child. Let me, like, there, there, you can have a significant impact as one person, but one person does not raise a child. Children are raised by villages. Okay. So mm-hmm. the idea that, like, you know, oh, we can't take the mother out of the home, bitch, grandmothers, aunts, friends, uh, random strangers sometimes. Like, I'm on the <laughs> side of the road and I want to tie my shoe. Hold my baby real quick, random woman who I trust. <laughs> I need to tie my shoe. Like, these all contribute into you can't sit up here and be all like anything that takes the woman out of the home is detrimental to the child are you stupid women invite other women and men into their home to help raise their child that they know and trust all the time like so this idea that like only women are no that y'all need to get out of this mindset that the women are the reason that children are like that people are formed we're not the only thing okay like I and there's no disrespect to single mothers or like women who have to who have been forced into a situation where they have to raise a child on their own That's no disrespect to them but they need more than just one person that's not that does not a well-rounded individual make like that doesn't happen so like This idea that just like we're the only ones that are supposed to be responsible, it boils my blood, okay? Like, and it's something that like, obviously because of this, the older generation keeps trying to push onto the younger generation and it pisses me off. Like my, love my parents, bless them. They like my brother, big head, he has no wife, okay? (laughs) he's encroaching upon 40 sorry he's gonna hear this later and be pissed at me I don't care he's encroaching upon an elder age he has no wife and no children and my family likes to make this running joke that if he does not find a wife because they're trying to help him or whatever I'm going to have to take care of them have him Mm. And I've said multiple times that I am not taking care of a grown-ass man. You can take care of yourself. And they just laugh it off, even when I get pissed. And my whole thing is like, you have raised this man to be just as capable to take care of himself. We were raised in the same household. Not the same gender, but we were raised in the same household. You claim you raised us equally. So it should be that this man who is who is 13 years older than me almost should be able to take care of himself without any help from me unless it's an emergency like obviously hey. if my brother was like in a car accident or he like some emergency I would I'll help take care of you. But right. if you your old ass can still move and make your own food and all this other nonsense, do it yourself. I'm not taking care of your ass. I'm not your wife. I'm not your sur- surrogate wife. I'm not your surrogate child. I'm your sister. I'm not going to take care of you. I'm not obliged to take care of anyone technically, but myself and any other chil- any children I have. That's it. That's the only thing I'm obliged to.
0: Yeah. And many times, like I think a, a good portion now growing women were the breadwinners. So you're telling that breadwinner woman that she has to stay home. It's frustrating.
1: Like, uh, just, I need y'all to get out of this idea that, like, women are supposed to be inherently caregivers and caretakers. Not everybody is, first of all, not everybody is, like, built like that. Every woman, I just gave you two examples. There are two bosses and two bosses that I had in my life, no children to speak of. And Mm. I feel like, I mean, I won't say there's not a nurturing bone in their body, but they are not nurturers by by like any i don't think i would call them that by any stretch of the means so like not all women are here to have children not all women want anything to do with children not all women are nurturers not all women are fit to take care of people i myself i love children i can't i love their faces i want to (laughs) squeeze um (laughs) i want children like it if a husband comes with that cool but like or a <laughs> wife also nice but like that's not but like kids i want them okay but that's me like that's i think that's partially biological like and then partially just like i don't know like i was just around kids my whole life until i like them right even though sometimes they're annoying little snot noses all right but <laughs> like so other people not so much not so much yeah not so much so y'all need and then there are men out here who want children more than anything big head has no children wants children he keeps claiming he's not going to take care of them so I'm like why the fuck do you want them but like you know some men are just more nurturing than other men like you know even more than women okay sometimes it just depends so like I need y'all to stop get rid of this whole like women are naturally caring no we're not Like, it depends on, it's basic psychology, nurture and nature. Like, when you're raised up, like, to, and I think nurture really, like, plays into this. When you're raised up to be a caregiver, that's what you may end up being. And sometimes it doesn't work out that way. Like, my brother, the middle child, he essentially, like, he was my babysitter. My whole, like, until I reached, like, a middle school. Like that's the person who watched me. That's the person who played with me. That's the person right. who I was closest to, or whatever. He don't want no kids,
0: right? Because I guessing a lot of people, especially for like an older sibling, they really don't want kids because they can become parents of kids they did not make. Because I know my oldest sister Stewie, she didn't want kids because she took care of all of us, changed all of our diapers. Mm-hmm of our the youngest three so she does but she does have a daughter and she does enjoy munchie very much and as a result munchie's actually very independent because she was like in college when she had munchie around 20 Mm -hmm. so she's like oh okay you can go to class i can go watch munchie while you go study or we can take her and do like go to a
1: football game and stuff like that so she's kind of like a town baby Mm -hmm. yeah and again it goes back to the point that villages raise children it's not just you like you have you need the support or whatever so like this idea that just like y'all just irritate me my neck hurts oh belmars my neck hurts because these people are irritating me
0: so what the fuck idaho 40% 40% of the workforce is female and you can't just say, cause I even talked to like some of my other millennial friends where they said, we flat out don't want kids. Mm-hmm. And think as they realized, Cause they like a lot of people have a lot of baggage and I guess a lot of people don't go to the way of like baggage of like, okay, having a kid would fix me. And then you probably put that trauma on the kid. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm thinking probably fix your foundation first, stand mm-hmm. in your truth. If you want kids, that's great. Cause I am exploring the idea of probably being carefree. I mean, not carefree, child-free. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause I'm thinking, cause I thought, Oh, I have to have kids and thinking, okay, there's also the option of not having kids because yeah. I know with, uh, my partner's aunt who was I think she's an older age she's not married she has no kids and I think she's living her best life because she lives in my well near my neighborhood two-story house drives a Lincoln I'm thinking okay she looks, looks pretty happy
1: yeah you people can be perfectly content without children listen that first boss I had rich no kids <laughs> like just you know like so if that's what you want that's what you want and we shouldn't shame women for not wanting kids yeah but let's move on before i get another take in my neck what else is on that article Bill mars
0: on the article of the political ad of 2019 they also point on another issue is the lack of respect for caregiving by Anne-Marie Slaughter, the presidency of New America. She said women in the United States who are caregivers for children, parents, spouses, siblings, or extended family members have two full-time jobs while trying to compete with men who have one. And over half of us are the primary breadwinners in our household. The standard response is to persuade men to help more, but we need a seat. We need a sea change one that can happen only with a normative revolution around the value of care we must come to see care work the work investing in others through physical care teaching coaching mentoring connecting advising navigating as every work has been as hard as important and rewarding more individualist work than we must focus on investing in ourselves we must value monetary by paying far more of it through government and private investment socially by raising the prestige of caregiving at home and care careers which are among the fastest growing job categories and ultimately automation proof. In other words, we must stop seeing traditional women's work as truly equal to traditional men's work. Right. So, women in the world developing middle come increase far from the ele- elemental problems still be considered property because you know we if you have to look at women internationally, Saudi Arabia system for one is open about this relation requiring women to get the permission of their male guardian to enroll into school, travel, or take a job. But in many countries women are still forced to be legally and socially subservient to men, no means of gaining financial or social independence, much less agency. So I'm guessing. From that perspective, I guess as the United States, I still have my own agency as a person. I am independent of my father or my brothers or whatever.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and then also navigating uh, career and motherhood. So mm-hmm. for Margaret Hoover is the host of Farring Line. Mm-hmm. Um, as, a, as a working mother, two children, I believe that the big change facing working women is navigating career opportunities while maximizing motherhood. The good news is that economic and political freedom for American women of all races and socioeconomic backgrounds is the highest it's ever been. Working on moms who have the luxury of leaning into each other's careers or motherhood, but rarely both at once, namely a mother to re enter the workforce when she left should be commonplace, but solving the on ramp problem for talented women who choose a positive to positive the career prioritize, family life still eludes us. The biggest challenge facing women internationally is the bundling inequality of political and economic opportunity that the majority of women in the world face. But America's take for granted that 21st century feminist should be in the human rights, political freedoms, economic opportunities enjoyed by women in the West to our sisters globally. So I do believe that, yes, that women, that we should probably stop uh, child marriages, because I know it's common in, let's say, southern West African countries, and also stop genital mutilation internationally for females. So, and yeah, I'm thinking the opportunities I have here in the U.S. should go through all women globally. I mean, if you want to study and become an engineer, study and become an engineer. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to, that's cool, that's also fine. I mean, I still think America got a ways to go. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I do understand that, yeah, we're not as bad. Cause I know one uh, um, controversial feminist, Christina Hoff Summers. Mm-hmm. Okay. She said that our, she said that feminism is too trauma focused. OK, OK, she said the threat of harm to humans costs about any reasonable measure. American women are among the safest, freest, healthiest and most opportunity rich women on Earth. In many ways, we are not just doing as well as men, we are surpassing them. But everywhere, especially in college campuses, young women are being taught they are vulnerable, fragile and in- immediate danger. A new trauma sensor feminism is taking hold. Its primary focus is not equality with men, but rather protection for them. This past June, the Reuters Foundation released a survey announcing that the U.S. won the top 10 most dangerous countries in the world for women, more during than even in Iran or North Korea. The study was quickly followed and turned out to be a survey of perceptions of unnamed experts. But in the current environment of fear and panic, multiple news sources reported survey findings. The new ethic of fear for fragility is poisonous and debilitating, but it's gaining ground. American women should resist the urge to pretend the world is rigged against us when it's not. The picture of difference in, developing, in the developing world. In countries like Bangladesh, Saudi Arabia, Cambodia, and Egypt, women are contended with practices such as honor killing, genital mutilation, acid burnings, child marriage, and gender apartheid. However, there is good news. The number of educated women in these countries have reached a critical mass, and they are making their presence felt. Leah al huda I mean, I'm really sorry if I mispronounced her name, called the Rosa Parks of Saudi Arabia. In 2008, she created an international association by posting a video of herself driving a car. Until a few months ago, women were not allowed to drive in Saudi Arabia. Because of women like her, the laws are being changed. Dr. Hawal Abdi, a 71 Somalian doctor and lawyer, said to be equal parts Mother Teresa and Rambo. She found a hospital and refugee camp in rural Somalia that offers a safe space to nearly 100,000 of the world's most imperiled men, women, and children. Under her leadership, the 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 settlement has evolved into a model of civil society. The challenges facing women in the developing world are daunting, but for the most part in time in history, a formidable army of brave and result women is
1: in the march. Okay. I mean, that's a... Hold on. Give me a second. That's a lot to, to digest. Um, I will say this. Yes. Um, we are in a better position as a developed country than other undeveloped countries. Nobody is going to Nobody is going to dispute that. But I also would like to point out that I need people to stop comparing um,
0: the worst that, case scenario to right.
1: like, like. Yeah. Like, don't con- compare like the worst case. Don't say like, oh, your pain is invalid because this pain is greater. Like, you, it's, it's, it's erasing, it's erasure. Basically, of like what women in this developed country have faced, has faced, right? Like, so just because, yes, or no, that it's terrible, acid, uh, throwing acid at women, like them not having equal rights, genital mutilation, child marriages, all of those are awful. Nobody is going to sit here and argue that my pain is just as bad as your pain or blah, blah, blah. But- we're in this country and as developed as this country is supposedly supposed to be as more progressive as we are supposed to be than everybody else we still can't sit here and deny that men do not rape that men do not kill that men do not sexually harass that men do not um do all these laundry lists of things to women in order to uh to push them down and make them secondary citizens right Like, I'm not going to sit up here and act like I'm a a total victim, but the, the mentality of this country is if you're a woman, the way that we're taught, like, I can't speak for Belmar's obviously, but as a, like, as I was being raised up, like it was, you're not something like you, you aren't alone with men unless you're, you're related to them because you, especially if you don't know them, because you don't know what they're going to do to you.
0: Yeah, because I think I also was raised in like that second Baptist church where kind of like boys will be boys Mm -hmm. type of mentality and kind of like my mom kind of passed it on to me like pass it on to my siblings and thinking okay if you're a girl you can grow up to be a whore where I have an older brother who can do what he wants like he was a high schooler dating a middle schooler my mom was okay with him spending the night but my sister who my other sister not Stewie uh was a freshman she was dating like a junior he wanted to take her out just to go to the rodeo and she said oh you're gonna be a whore I'm thinking those are two different situations Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking kind of like a guy, he gets a pass. I'm thinking, yes, I mean, honor killings, child marriages are horrible. But I'm just thinking, okay, but saying that we need to make some societal changes, like, okay, like have child rearing open uh child rearing or the pay gap or adjusting these issues, I just think it's kind of either it's kind of like they say it to either A, it's kind of like what about is Like, oh, what about? Saudi Arabia? What about Nigeria? What about mm-hmm. these other countries mm-hmm. where women are not doing so good? You should be fortunate. I thinking I should just be grateful is what you're right. trying to say. No, what okay. you're trying to but say you? is you should be
1: complacent. Like, things are good for you, so why are you fighting? And it's just like, it's if I cannot walk down the street without keys in between my fingers or a, uh, a, a whatchamacallit gun in my hand, like a stun gun in my hand, because I like I've been raised essentially by this society, not to trust men, especially like at night, then like, we're not in a good situation. Like, oh, yes, we may be in a marginally better situation than them. But I, 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 it's dark outside right now. I live in the inner loop of Houston. There's no way I'm going outside and walking around, at least not without a taser. That's not happening. Like you don't do that here because you're essentially asking for trouble. That's how we've been raised. That is the mentality so you can sit here and say that like oh women are being raised to be trauma based and like that we are being victims but there's too many actual victims for us not to take that precaution nobody is telling men hey why don't you stop raping and pillaging and being barbarians they're just telling us hey learn defensive positions if a guy comes up to you and tries to grab you here's how you flip him over your shoulder and run away and to get to the nearest place here's how you defend yourself we have yeah. to learn how to like the self-defense and all of those things like yeah. that we have to learn how to look at shadows and look behind us constantly or pretend to call somebody on the phone just to get somebody off of our back but y'all can't be told that uh you know don't if a woman says no to you it's okay just move on and don't follow her to her car so that you can yeah. do something to her Really? And to me, it's kind of narrow-minded.
0: It's not like all women's better because I'm thinking, yeah, like let's say Black women are out out achieving Black men. Mm-hmm. That's one example. But I'm thinking right. also it's not all the same because I'm thinking certain women get targeted more. Like if you're a trans woman or a lesbian mm-hmm. woman, they're kind of get uh, killed or get abused more because I'm thinking certain areas, there's something called corrective, like I'm thinking, okay, give her the D, she'll turn straight. And I'm thinking it doesn't work like that. And that's rape.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's just like these things, and and we've seen too many people skirt by with getting away with these things. Brock Turner, um, I mean, there's a count again, there's a long list of like people who have gotten away with heinous crimes against women to where we, what else are we supposed to think when, like, when these things happen, nobody does anything about it?
0: Yeah, or it gets minimized because, like, think yeah. one example of like how like makes sounds saying how black women not really protected because, like, when she was shot. A lot of people say, oh, we don't believe you because I think it's just he said, she said. And then she saw a picture of her foot and then they move the goalposts again. thinking, okay, how we know it was actually him. I mean, what did you do to set him off? Versus, okay, no one's asking him, why the fuck do you shoot a woman? I'm right. thinking if she got disrespect, she yell at him and walk away. He got disrespected and he shoots her. I'm
1: thinking you shouldn't shoot people or abuse women like that. It's Y'all are disgusting. Like, I just... Anybody who has this like mentality that like I get what that woman is saying like we shouldn't be we shouldn't put ourselves in the places of victims, but at the same time you cannot disregard what is reality. Like you can't disregard what's right in front of your face. You're living in a fantasy world when you, when you do something like that. So yes, there are plenty of women fortunate. I've been fortunate enough to never have to deal with anything like that. And I pray that I continue to be fortunate enough, but guess what? I was also raised, um, to like, to know, like, Hey, always be vigilant. And that's exhausting. Like that shit is exhausting. I don't enjoy living in a country, living in a state, living in a city where like, I can't go out by myself to go get some food without- Checking my surroundings constantly and making sure men don't have to do this most of the time. Now, sometimes, right. some men, but most men aren't like going outside to grab a bite of eat, a bite to eat, and thinking to themselves, let me make sure there's no uh, crazy man following me at night. Like, just that doesn't happen. So, like, this is. It's not okay, is the bottom line. Like yeah,
0: I mean, Christina Hoffsummer, she's very controversial. She's a resident scholar at the American Interest Institute, author of several books include Who Stole Feminism and the War Against Boys, and she co-hosts FemSplainers. I mean, she's quite controversial. She also said the reason why women don't get paid more is that they don't go into STEM fields. I'm thinking there's actually more than that because I'm thinking it's more of a culture I'm thinking because like with the pay gap, um is even different among races as well because yeah think, so it could be is it because women don't negotiate or is it because like a lot of people thinking okay i'm gonna pay you less i mean it was more it was more blatant in the past because i think rbg was saying that she got automatically paid less because she was married but also the fact is i think the culture puts a lot more pressure on women than on men like for example um they use the example on a thing. What's it was called Uh Freakonomics uh, uh-huh. about the pay gap. Let's say two people, a man, and a woman, they went to the same law school. They graduated the same rank. They get accepted to the same uh firm. They still work. But let's say they both get married. We both have a kid. They both get divorced. But many times Child reeling still on the women. So she's thinking, mm-hmm. okay, I can't go to this meeting, I have to go take my child to soccer practice, or I can't take this case. So she'll either a not move up in the career, or B um probably have to go to a different law form that probably that doesn't pay as much or be a little bit more flexible with the schedule.
1: Yeah. And it's just like, I mean, to sit up here and act like the pay gap isn't real. Like i mean as black women like we know like we don't get paid as much as 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 like oh white women or white men or whatever like it's not a secret and the only reason let's be clear one of the reasons why because people are always like back it up and it's like you know sometimes you can't get that data and the reason you can't get that data is because companies like forbid people from talking about their salary and it's just kind of like that doesn't benefit anybody but the company to not yeah have and training.
0: technically the Wagner Act which what I learned in one of my OSHA classes actually protects you from talking about your salary and even if your job let's say you can't talk about it, that's actually against the law so mm-hmm. legally you can't talk about your salary because it's actually talked about with some of my coworkers, realized, huh some of my co-workers getting paid more than me yeah w-
1: pay- wonder why that is I'm just saying guys like you can't you can't sit up here compare resumes understand that like this person person a and person b may have all the same qualifications but person a is getting paid like ten dollars more an hour than person b uh and the only difference is person b is black or person b right. is a woman like uh, or person b even worse <laughs> person b is a black woman god like <laughs> don't let that happen to you because like <sighs> but I'm just saying like it's like to sit up here and act like this is not a thing is don't be stupid but you know
0: yeah, another one from the political ad is a campaign to normalize misogyny. This was published in 2019. They said the greatest challenge confronting women in America is a campaign to normalize misogyny and take women's rights backwards. It starts with a president who has a long track record of making disgusting, demeaning statements about women. Perhaps even worse, the administration has translated these out to concrete action. For example, despite the rise of Me Too movement, Department of Education have actually introduced measures to provide greater protection for college students accused of committing sexual harassment and assault by undermining Title X. And then President Donald Trump has also hurt working women and their families by suspending a federal rule designed to close the gender pay gap to significant restrictions on reproduction freedom and threaten the future of Roe v. Wade by nominating Brett Kavanaugh to the Supreme Court on the global front. The most important issue for the international community now is empowering voices of women. Right now, women and young girls everywhere face an immense range of challenges from inability to access food, education, employment to the threat of gender-based violence. Perspective and experiences must help shape our collective future. If we want to forge the best solution for expanding peace and security moving forward, then we need to give smart, dynamic, strong women to see at the decision table, both here at home and around the world. So I'm thinking if you help women out, you kind of help everyone else out. Because I'm thinking there's a lot more single mothers or Men that are not present for whatever reason, I don't know why. I'm mm-hmm. Not going to go into any case, but I guess from a from a big picture point of view, you're not going to talk about every single cases. I'm thinking once you help that single mother out, you help a lot more families. Yeah. Thinking so access so fuck you fucking Idaho Idaho for yeah. like saying women deserve to be cheated killed. I mean it's not really a compliment to me. It's just saying oh you need to go back in the home stay barefooted pregnant. I'm thinking early childhood education, which means my child will be cared for while I can get a career and help my child even more.
1: Help right. Help my husband and, even
0: more. A right, wife.
1: Right, yeah. Like, and the idea that, like, you opposing an early childhood education bill, hello, did you not listen to Whitney Houston? She told you that the children are our future. Okay? <laughs> like, why would you, why would you tear down a bill that is going to build up the future if you're not afraid that they're going to do better than you right why don't you think about that for a second elder generation why are you trying to ruin the future let's 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 talk about that okay like The the childhood, that only benefits us all because when you nurture children with to be more intelligent, to get more education, to broaden their horizons, that's when you find cures for cancer. That's when you develop uh, better technologies. That's when you create more and better leadership. Why on earth are you tearing down an early education bill because you don't want women to get out of the house? right anyway um (laughs) oh my gosh but um yeah no I agree with her the statement that it's just kind of like yeah like we're I'm trying to go back to her first point like but I'm there's too many thoughts in my brain so she's just so her first point was essentially like yes trying to we, th- I think people are trying to grab back holds of misogyny and kind of make it the norm again. And it's just kind right. of like, but who does that benefit, though? Because misogyny doesn't help men out either, honestly, at the end of the day. Right. Like, you tearing down women. The only thing you're going to get out of tearing down women is gaining the admiration of women who are basically pick-me's. And you don't right. want to pick me. Exactly. You don't want to pick me. You think you, but you don't. Like, you don't want to pick me. Okay? That's all I'm saying. Like, that's how you get bitch made, people. And that's not <laughs> what you want. That's how you get small dick energy. That's how you get I'm so I'm just like, that's. You think that you know what you want, but you don't know what you want. Man, you don't know. you don't know that's that's all I'm gonna have to say for the men who agree you don't know what you want you think you want a subservient whim a woman who is docile and um will do whatever you say and will tear down other women for you in a heartbeat but
0: sounds like insecurity on your part
1: right like you're you're what is that gonna accomplish for you like If somebody, if somebody, if a woman is that eager to get with you because of, you know, that specific misogynistic opinion, then she can just as easily leave you for somebody else. That's all I have to say. Because that's the way of the pick me. Okay. I've observed them in the wild. I know. (laughs) I know. Um, but this is not to tear down other women. If that's your, if that's your, um, if that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. Um, what else you got Belmars?
0: <laughs> okay. So I was also looking up on at our ass finishment feminists. It happened eight years ago. So a guy says, can you give me actual, uh, Discrimination against women. And a lot of people point out how women kind of get fired for being pregnant or appearing pregnant or the difficulties like a woman that's pregnant looking for jobs. Um let's see. Let's see. Um, Sex reign for women's right to vote in Kuwait. Because I'm thinking, but yeah, please don't use like Saudi Arabia when we're talking about these women's issues. Because I think it's just kind of derailing to the conversation. It's kind of mm-hmm. like what ism? Because yeah. I think also another thing I think about is like violence to women in the military. Because I'm thinking mm-hmm. the highly publicized case of like Private Vanessa, of a woman who was complained of like assault and rape in the mill of women who serve in the military. Mm-hmm. And... So I'm thinking probably get more protections to women in the military. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see what other female issues that come to mind.
1: Um, I think, I mean, you brought up Megan the Stallion and this is a good like kind of segue. I mean, not to what you just said, but <laughs> <laughs> like I think about like a lot, I think a hot button topic for a lot of people is sexuality and how women display their sexuality. Um and how? Oh yeah, like but the
0: controversy of WAP and yeah. very much sexualizing rap because we just—I mean, I mean, not everyone likes rap. I guess you like what you like. Me personally, I guess I like—I love rap. Well, I love all types of music: K-pop, yes, intermediate, uh, classical. I mean, Mozart is hella, hella dirty. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he actually wrote a song called "Lick My Ass."
1: Get it, Mozart? Yes, yeah, getting freaky. He wants you to eat the booty like it's groceries. Yes. <laughs> oh, see, men, see, see, see. Even Mozart wanted to wanted somebody to play with his ass. Don't get don't get nervous <laughs> if somebody wants to play with your ass. Just let it happen. Let it happen.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: but it's just like. The idea, I don't know why people are bringing it up. And they, and I think at this point, like, you know, you're being hypocritical when you say something like, oh, this is not good for society as a whole, women being overly sexual or whatever, because it's bad for the children, they're bad role models. Or like, how are you supposed to get farther in your feminist movement if all you're talking about is somebody licking your pussy? And like, and it's just kind of like, so you talking about people sucking your dick and (laughs) and that you're fucking like a line of bitches and hoes out your door is not bad like role modelism for the kids. Really? No? Yeah, so I think it is like
0: Snoop Dogg criticizing like the song. I'm thinking, didn't you wrote a whole song called, like your album was called Doggy Style? and he wasn't caught about snoop doggy dog so yeah i think it is hypocrisy i'm thinking if a rapper says yeah i want to fuck a bitch with a fat ass but if a female said yo i have a fat ass i'm thinking there are vulgar song more vulgar songs than WAP. so i just think it's kind of like the hypocrisy so i'm thinking here's a woman uh playing up to her sexuality i'm thinking oh it degrades the female movement i'm thinking it really this I'm just thinking the aspect of it and yeah she admittedly she doesn't make music for everyone she's not
1: going to a kindergarten class and playing it right she's not playing it for culture like Cardi B does not play WAP for culture in fact she had a whole post where she like was dancing to WAP and she turned it off as soon as like culture came in the room like "Ah!" like you know Mm. what I'm saying so it's just kind of like this like sexuality women expressing and displaying and owning their sexuality is only okay if it is for the benefit of a man but as soon as a woman is like all i want to do is fuck a big man with a big dick and then take his money and roll then all of a sudden it's just kind of like oh it's degrading to the sexual movement oh but you can have a carl's jr commercial with a woman with half a top on eating a hamburger on an automobile and that is not degrading to the women's movement wow how interesting how interesting oh my gosh Hmm.
0: or when they sexualize men because I remember for a while there was like a long time ago there was that Mr. Clean commercial for the um Super Bowl I mean he wasn't taking off he was just cleaning and everything a lot of people said oh if and I remember someone said oh if if uh the men do the same thing feminists will burn down the city i'm thinking they have and the city's still standing
1: right exactly like y'all <laughs> so the immediate immediately when we objectify you it's a problem but you can continue to objectify us and it's just supposed to be okay please oh. just stop okay please. well one
0: person says increasing rates of maternal mortality hmm. Well, with um, Dana Ray-Berry is the H. Rakeley Ragin Professor of History at University of Texas at Austin and co-author the forthcoming of Black Women's History in the United States. She said, one of the greatest challenges in women in the U.S. and women throughout the world face today are increasing rates of maternal mortality rate. According to the World Health Organization, 830 women Die every day from preventable causes related to pregnancy. These days are even more cycling in developed countries and among women of color in the United States. Yep. Black women are most affected, dying a ratio of 2.11 deaths per thousand. 1, According to the Journal for Pronatal Education, the rate for Black women did not improve between 1990 and 1990, and theories are much are not much better today. Some beliefs, such as disparities, occur because of racial divided society, in which Black women experience higher levels of stress and marginalized, cause many other health issues and go unrecognized this leads to untimely death and preventable uh, time leads to untimely and preventable deaths and i also want to say that most of the people who uh lost their jobs because of the coronavirus quarantine have actually been women of color specifically mm-hmm. well i guess a lot of women because i'm thinking many times they just drop out of the workforce entirely which is mm-hmm. kind of sad
1: yeah because like somebody got to take care of their children that are now home from school because they can't go to school Um, but, like, yeah, with maternal mortality, that, that's, like, one of the most frustrating things ever, like, just, I mean, I think it just proves that, like, y'all really don't give a fuck about us, really, like, you really don't, like, we, we sit here, we push out your children, and then you let us die, like, (laughs) like, come on people um but yeah um yeah no I don't really know I don't have anything further to say uh, aside from the fact that it's just kind of like as far as like women like having to there needs to be a very there needs to be a shift I think that's that's obvious that's that's the main point in every like point we've made that's the main point there has to be a shift and I think like the coronavirus as far as women and working is providing that shift as far as like shedding light on like what women have had to adapt to as far as like and then like, especially like when you have women working in the home and the, the men working in the home, like if you have a dual income household and they're both working at home, I think that is pro- like, that's providing the shift. Cause it's like, you're here. i here. Why am I the only one taking care of the kids? Right? Like right. if I'm going to like play with little Timmy, you need to go do the dishes. If I'm going to like, if I'm going to be the one doing his schooling or whatever, you need to do the, you need to cook like something like so I think it's it's definitely good for like those gender roles as far as like okay like you're here as well and you need to have more of a role like it can't right. just be the status quo as usual we're not at the status quo as usual in fact when we come out of this we still probably won't there will be no more status quo we will have to re-establish one and I hope yes. that the one good thing that comes out of this whole coronavirus is that there is that shift as far as like it's, well, as far as a lot of things, but especially like the way that you know um, homes work, and the way that we 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 pay women, and the way that we uh, operate as a workforce, and the way that I right. want there to be balance, so that like like how are we supposed to progress like as a society and as a culture when like y'all keep trying to go backwards. That's why the make America great again is frustrating as hell because the key word in that, first of all, all the words are stupid, but the key word <laughs> in that like that phrase is again, and you're living in the past. Again, refers to the past tense. And you, if you want to go forward in anything, you cannot live In a past tense, okay? That's not how, that's not how growth as human beings work if we just kept saying again 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 we will eventually get back to neanderthals like you know joe yeah, biden
0: neanderthal
1: thinking like joe biden called y'all earlier we will eventually get all the way back there in like fucking caves hunting and gathering and shit that's not what we're trying to do we are trying to go forward and second of all just to reiterate america's not that great right now and it wasn't great that right great before okay Let's just make that clear. Like did. Yeah, I mean, I'm just thinking, so I'm thinking, because I remember Jordan Klepper
0: actually um, asked them when was America last grade? (laughs) I remember that. (laughs) Like, oh, back in 1776, like, oh yeah, you know, when women didn't have rights and there was slavery. I mean, not that part. Thinking, so what part, you know, the freedom. So wasn't that that short period in reconstruction when actually black people made advances, those like four or five years, yeah. and then white people got angry.
1: Yeah, like which part, yeah, which part are you talking about? Like, if you want to cherry pick parts, I would like to cherry pick the part where like we were better than you and just keep replaying that over and over. Like, <laughs> let's, let's do that if we're going to go and cherry pick shit. Like, let's- yeah. Let's go back to black Wall Street, make that better and then see how y'all feel. How about that? Yeah, and <laughs> talk about history. Well, another
0: uh, point, I guess also go back to when making babies is that reproductive health and right, according to the Global Citizen, 225 million in developing countries have unmet need for family planning, contribute to 74 million unplanned pregnancies and 36 million abortions every year, according to a figure cited by Women Deliver and Women's Advocacy Group. Helping women take charge of their baby making reduces unsafe abortions and maternal death by over 70% each and serve precious resources that would otherwise have gone towards pregnancy related costs. So I'm thinking, I do wanna say that since you're a woman and you're carrying a baby you should probably have like the most decisions when it comes to making that baby because i think with the development like back in the planned parenthood and yes i understand planned parenthood has racist history
1: yeah just like dr seuss and <laughs> <laughs> like most of these other organizations developed by white people yep
0: yeah, we when they she uh developed the birth control pill, it kind of helped women get more advances in their job, thinking, okay, I'm not gonna just stick here and become a mom, I'm going to go up there, uh, wait, uh, wait to have children, but start my career first, and therefore there's like an economic advancement of women, so you have purchasing power.
1: Yeah, I maybe. Mean, oh, no, go on, what were you gonna say? So, yeah,
0: I'm thinking, and yes, uh about to go in the history because i'm thinking i forgot the the woman who founded planned parenthood but i guess the original point was like i'm gonna make abortions so we can stop like the birth rate of black people and like native people too because you know there's also abortion abortions on like native american population fucked up but yes i acknowledge the history and i realize what good they're also doing is right now as well
1: exactly um, maybe we need to put this in a frame that men can understand, Belmars. Let me let just follow me here for a You're moment. trying to mansplain things? To mansplain things to men. Um, um, listen. Abortion and uh abortion and other uh birth control is necessary because if not you negroes are gonna have to take care of them (laughs) also like think about it like this okay like think about it like this if women have dangerous abortions and then there's maternal death there there go there are less women to make more of you you see what i'm saying follow me here men if there are less women that also means there are less you Like, do you know what I'm saying? we don't exist, neither do you. Are you following? Like, (laughs) I know that there are labs that can make babies, but like not at the rate that we can make babies, okay? So I'm just letting you know, if women, if you ban abortion, if you outlaw birth control and outlaw abortion and all this shit, women are going to die because listen the last if a woman that doesn't want to have a baby the last thing she's gonna do is have a baby so she's gonna do get rid of that baby any means possible even if it means her life is in jeopardy because guess what if i can't like provide for a child we both gonna die anyway so i might as well (laughs) so here we go okay if they start having dangerous abortions again guess what there's less women which means less you the end okay like do you want do you want men to populate the earth okay then so you need to use your brains and let the women who want to have babies have babies and let the women who don't want to have babies right now not have babies okay and anyway don't we have an overpopulation problem let's also talk about that shit what the fuck yes and gender equality
0: another point from global citizen that equality or lack there is a recurring issue when it comes to women and girls, whether it's unequal access to schooling for girls in developing countries or unequal pay for women in the workplace in a world where 90% of countries are led by male, head of state, it's clear that we are, as a global community have a long way to go before women get, uh, get in fair shape, even though are all Pacific girls, uh, even my fellow coolest men in the world uh, would have a positive impact for everyone. Stay tuned for ways we can improve girls and women. So I'm just thinking, um, helping women out help men out. Same way helping like, racial issues for Black and people of color can also help white people out as well.
1: The fact that we have to frame this at all to say that it also helps you is bullshit. <laughs> I... I'm, this is the last time, and this is probably not the last time I'm going to say this. I don't know why I say that every single time, but I'm gonna I'm gonna try one more time to say that this is the last time I'm going to say this. Uh, somebody tried to make a point the other day on a social media platform about how I don't even remember what the topic was, but they were saying most people don't care about problems until it affects them. Right. That's a lie, <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you why. A lot of people, you can care about things that don't affect you right for instance i'm not poor okay well I, right now i'm not poor. <laughs> let's make that let's make that clear i'm not poor right now right but yeah. i care about poor people right like yeah. i i can pass somebody on the street i'll give them money i'll give them food i'll donate to to places i'll um like just recently like i bought a whole bunch of like um Pads for periods and tampons and I donated that because like to a women's shelter because guess what that was a choice that I made to be empathetic. I was raised with the with the idea of empathy i was raised that oh well that you should help the less fortunate and that you should care about other people that and that is a choice that i make every single day sometimes i don't make the right choice i will admit sometimes i scroll past things that are probably very important on the internet but for the most part when somebody is hurting when somebody has an issue when some that's legitimate let's be real because like men's like men's rights that's that's bullshit but like when somebody has a legitimate issue and they're hurting and like they they need I choose empathy when you like to say that people don't care about issues until it affects them that is a direct like that is a direct effect of you just not making the choice, especially right. if you're a grown adult. That's that's a d- direct mirror of how you were raised and then how you choose to be as an adult. You not caring about other people's issues is a flaw of your own right. making. You're choosing to be an asshole. You're <laughs> choosing to not be empathetic. You
0: are choosing- or to be complacent. Because I right. remember uh, a long time ago, I had this- Quite female friend and it was back last year we were talking about the black life matter protests mm-hmm. and you know and she kind of we were just talking we we're just bullshitting uh with some co-worker and she came up and thinking yeah i'm thinking i don't like the i mean i believe black life matter but i don't like the writing the nudie i mean you don't have to do that and then she asked and she also was joking with me i'm thinking <laughs> Because you're thinking, would it be wrong? Let's say if I'm late for work and there's a bunch of protests, would it be bad if I had to run them over? Or else I'll be late for work. I'm thinking that's fucked up to say.
1: Fucked up thing to say, and you're you're an indecent human being and you're awful. Um yeah. like just so the the moral of the story is choose not to be an asshole. Like you could just look at women's issues and say Yeah, like women are an essential part of the society. I would like society to progress. I will help women. The end, like it doesn't have to, it should not be, hey men, you should support abortion because if not women are gonna die and then there's gonna be no more men. It should not be, hey men, we're not getting uh, enough maternity leave, which means you can't have paternity leave. It should not be framed in this way. Like it should be framed in, I am not getting what I need and you should say, oh, let me help you because I, my mother raised, my mother and our father and our guardian raised me correctly and I'm not a piece of shit.
0: Exactly. So I'm thinking it should just be, just maternally should be like, both parents should be also be able to take care of that child because it takes two to make a baby. I'm thinking, or even to adopt. The thing is, I'm thinking it shouldn't just be women, I'm thinking women need time to like fucking heal the- pushing a big old baby across the birth canal and men should also help out thinking i'm not sure what everyone's relationship is whether you want to be a single parent or not if you want to get involved i'm thinking if you're like in a committed relationship I'm thinking both parents like i one of the european countries i forgot which one which is number one for uh gender equality should have equal amounts of like paid parental leave like okay i'm a man but i want to take off time to take care of this child because even talking with my partner and I I mean he works in tech and I'm more in the stem field where my career path I have to probably be out in the field and him being uh in tech he can stay at home so I'm thinking if we ever have kids I guess you can probably be the stay-at-home parent get
1: it stay-at-home (laughs) dad um I mean, yeah. it, it just, it, it reminds me of a thing that really irritates me. It rem- every time a dad says I'm on babysitting duty today or like, <laughs> like
0: you're doing I- your job
1: as a parent. I'd be like, no bitch, you're being a dad. Like <laughs> if let God, please don't let me marry a man. That's like, am I on babysitting duty today? Cause I will turn around. Like if he ever says it to me, I will about face and be like, what? Bitch, that yeah. also is your child. Like you you're on daddy dude. you're always a dad. <laughs> you're always I,
0: mean, dad. I would be a little bit nice to certain men issues because I'm thinking like a lot of times in divorce court, they always think the mom's the best person yep. to take yep. care of the kids. Right. I mean, and me being raised by a single dad, and where my mom had five kids in total, where she can barely take care of the first two, three. So I end up better off staying with my dad. So I'm thinking certain aspects like that or uh, abuse whether it's from male or female or like in heterosexual or homo uh homosexual relationships as well I'm thinking probably need to speak up think abuse on both sides is wrong because I remember there was this one man he came on the Trevor Noah show and he saw his father abuse his mother but he said okay I'm not gonna abuse my wife but he, he was actually a gay man so he had nothing but a relationship with men and he would abuse his uh uh partners mm-hmm. and anytime the police call like no it's just fine we're just you know two gay men just being weird and it kind of he just gets away with it so i'm just thinking abuse is wrong either way right so i mean i do i'm not sure what the stacks is but i do know like 60 it's women and then the other 40 percent is men but yeah yeah with that i'll speak up for that but for the most part, I'm thinking when we talk about women, you shouldn't just like derail and just do these what about I think if you want to talk about men's issues, there's a time and place. It's kind of like saying, oh, let's go talk about AIDS. Oh, yeah. What about cancer? I'm thinking, motherfucker, that's not the point. I'm thinking, yeah, both of them are bad
1: diseases, but we're not talking about that right now. Exactly. Exactly. And that's all we want. That's all we want. Like just listen that's there's the moral of the podcast too long didn't read listen listen and have empathy those are the two main points two main points bell mars do you want to take a break yes (laughs) and then we'll come back and uh we'll do something fun
0: okay well we're back yeah so i'm going on reddit to go to the ask women read it and since we are women we identify as women we're going to ask your
1: questions Yeah.
0: by light nine zero what's the first thing you remember being told you weren't allowed to do because you're a gender and I agree with the first comment sit with your legs open
1: oh yeah Ooh, child especially in the south don't you dare (laughs) especially if you have a dress oh that was one of the that was one of the first things I was told. Like when I hit like a certain age, I I remember this distinctly. I was like five or six or something. And like we, I was at my uncle's house, my rich uncle, I have a rich one. Um, mm-hmm. May he rest in peace. Um, we were at his house and he had a bouncy house for all of the kids or whatever. And what was I? No, I maybe I was a little older, like seven, eight, something like that. But I was wearing a dress that day. And I wanted to bounce in the bouncy house. But like at that point, my dad was like, Why are you bouncing in the bouncing house with the dress? You are a young lady, your your skirt is flying up, people can see your panties. I don't think so. <laughs> and I was like, But daddy, I want to jump. And like my daddy was like, No, not without shorts on underneath. And I was just like, and to this day, that man still, if he sees me wearing a dress with a hem that is like above my knees, where are your shorts? And I'm just like, look at me in my eyes, daddy. I'm not wearing shorts under this dress. Do you want to look at me? No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and I remember this, just, and I think it's also
0: pretty universal because I remember when I wear a dress and thinking, oh, you have to sit ladylike, you're wearing a dress. I remember went to Sunday school. And I remember also when I went, when I was an adult, I were all, you know, us, the, us young people versus the old people. And we're bored as fucking hell. There's no video games. The only thing that kept us uh, joy was Uno. So, and you know, we got our, my young cousin from the UK, she wanted to go get some water and she was sitting her legs open. And they said, no KK, you need to sit like a lady. You're wearing a dress. So that's pretty much universal.
1: Right? Like no one will let us manspread and I'm angry about it. My vagina needs air. <laughs>
0: Let's see. What do you feel that you do correctly that most people are doing the wrong way?
1: Uh, phrases, turn of like popular phrases. So like the thing, oh my God. And a phrase that irritates the hell out of me in English is when people don't get, um, I couldn't care less right they say I could care less and I'm like friend no do you know what words mean and that they have definitions what you're saying to me right now is I do care but I could care a little less when what you want to say is I give zero fucks about what you're saying and I couldn't give any less than these zero fucks of which I'm giving to you yeah, and one person put, uh, and I agree with
0: opening bananas from the bottom. Like, you yes. don't open from the top with the long stem. Like, when I eat bananas now, it took me forever purpose to learn this, is to open the bananas from the bottom.
1: That's right. You pinch the tip, kind of like you're putting on a condom. You <laughs> pinch the tip, and you, like, except, like, you're opening something and not unrolling something, and then you unfurl the banana. That's how you do it. You break okay. it apart. And Carpe Diem
0: 007 says, women, how do you manage your wardrobe? Well, for me, <laughs> I guess it really depends what I'm getting dressed for. Mm-hmm. I try to do my laundry weekly because I still live at home with my father and brother. So I'm thinking it really depends. Like when I go into work, I make sure I have long, well, long pants because I'm working the lab. So it's going to be the last week. I'm going to be like upset <laughs> next podcast. Um Yes, I'm going to miss the solidarity in the lab. Uh, I wear long pants and close-toed shoes and make sure my hair is tied back. But if I'm going on a day with my day, I mean, I know I'm gonna be getting some a little afterwards. So I want to wear something cute. So maybe if, if it's depending on the temperature, I can probably either wear a long dress or a short dress. Or if I'm going out with friends, I'm thinking something cute but comfortable. I have this nice pants, like the flare pants that make the booty look big. Right. And also I have this nice shirt that it's a gold it's my black and gold one like if I'm going out and want to hang out like go bowling I wear something like that uh so but if it like today I'm wearing a hoodie and yoga pants um I haven't shaved my legs in a while my feet look ashy it's a crime right now mm. so but that's how I manage my wardrobe
1: uh okay listen Belmire said wear the pants with the flare so that she can play Mozart's lick my ass um <laughs> Uh, How do I manage my wardrobe? I work from home for the most part now. I also do my laundry weekly. It depends. Well, I like do my laundry by colors or whatever. So I haven't washed like light color clothes in uh, like a second because I haven't had enough white colored clothes to wash. (laughs) Um, But for the most part, since I work from home, like all I wear is like workout stuff because I'm trying to motivate myself to work out after work. Um, when I go outside, like, like with my mask and I'm going to be outside, I will actually put effort into what I'm wearing and it depends on the season. So since we're still on the tail end of winter, the girl's not shaving. She said, fuck that. So (laughs) she wears jeans um if it is cold enough so like it's been over here it's been like the 60s so I'll I'll still wear jeans and then like a short sleeve top you know because it's the 60 it's not that cold you know what I'm saying so um yes that's but I will put effort in if I'm going outside and I know I'm going to be outside if I'm gonna before pre-pandemic um it would depend obviously like um like if I was going to go out with Belmars and friends, I would look cute. Um, I would put, you know, what's my go-to outfit? I don't really know. Like, Well,
0: I guess it depends. Because I remember you had this really cute blue dress. We went out for Kiwi. Mm-hmm. We went for the wedding extravaganza. And also when we went like Western dancing, which was really nice. You. Um, and you also had this nice pink top. Um mm-hmm blouse with shorts so I mean Texas is random like right now even though we just like a few weeks ago we got like an arctic blast and now it's hot yeah so I'm thinking well shorts with sandals well, And for me um it's an adjustment uh I usually love to wear earrings but since I'm also wearing like two masks uh it kind of makes it a little bit difficult
1: yeah. So like uh, typically like, yeah, like we manage wardrobe here has to be managed by, okay, I'm about to go outside. Like what temperature is it? And like, as Belmar said, like Houston can change in like a moment's notice. Like you could go outside and it'd be like 40, but then like an hour later, it'll be 70 and you will be like the fuck but like so you gotta dress in layers and shit so yeah like I usually I usually go for casual unless I'm gonna hang out with my friends and then I put a little more effort like Belmar said that blue dress which I really like um and uh yeah I usually only shave my legs in the summer so that's when you're gonna see me in some shorts uh <laughs> but shorts and sandals all summer long yes. <laughs> and short dresses Ooh. um yeah that's that's pretty much my wardrobe i need a new wardrobe i'm trying to get new clothes this month actually yeah
0: i mean i do want to work out and get like a better wardrobe and um do other things with my new outfit and so like i do want to show some midriff um
1: <laughs> i but i've been horrible working out i still have some leftover birthday cake birthday cake I know. Listen, I'm trying to like motivate myself as well. Cause like when we had that week off for the winter storm and I couldn't fucking work out, I was just like, mm. yeah. <laughs> I yeah. have not gotten back into it since. So I'm like, Jesus, I need to get back on the horse. Yeah.
0: So I'm thinking, did you get your ears pierced as a baby? Would you yes. do the same to your own child? Why or why not? Yes. Yes. And cause it's easier down the line. Cause I think it ear pierce, It's pretty simple. Uh, I don't even remember when I got my ear pierced. I, Shit. I do. Yeah. I remember I have my ears pierced, and I realized, huh, I have holes in my ears. I can probably wear earrings. I should do that
1: now. Yeah, I had. Um, I also, yeah, I had my ears pierced really young. I want to say like two, three. I don't remember, but I was a, I was a little baby running around, barely speaking. That was when I when I got my ears pierced as far as getting my children's ears pierced maybe like probably I guess I don't know like I also want them to have autonomy so I don't know if I'm gonna like pierce their ears without their express consent but like we'll see when we get there like I don't really know um all right next question I'm ready
0: hmm, let's see what has been your favorite nickname ever actually I do like my nickname the lunch
1: Yes, th- there's a whole story behind that. <laughs> Wait, oh my god, you got that nickname in middle school. Who gave yeah. that to you? Uh, I think our
0: friend Wendy, shout out to Wendy. Shout out to it Wendy. Like, my baloney has a first name, is DL. she can say my name. I'm thinking, you know, I'll just stick with baloney.
1: Yeah, that's true. Cause like even my mom calls Mars baloney. Like, did she ask? So when she asks about you, she's like, How's baloney? And I'm like, I love that you just keep calling her that, even though we are far past middle school. Um, my favorite nickname? I don't know. I've given myself all of my nicknames, so I don't think I have a favorite. Like, when people call me Nikki, like, it's because I told them you could call me Nikki. Right. Um, the only other, like, most people just shorten my name. Like, so I get Nick a lot or I'll get Nico um though and i accept both of those names the only name i don't is nicole because that's not my name don't call me nicole <laughs> can i call you nicole no especially like oh i hate when they do that at work because there will be 50 11 other nicole's and i'm like why do you want to call me who has a full name beautiful 10 whole letters that is not nicole and you want to call me nicole no you're gonna confuse us just call me nikki or something jesus christ <laughs> what else
0: right one, one per Say, what rant have you been wanting to go on but you feel like otherwise you can't
1: rant have I wanted to go on on this on this podcast I pretty much get all my rants out <laughs> for the week <laughs> oh man rant that I wanted will you go first Belmar well I think I mean that's pretty um Looking at the example, one person said, "The
0: fact that I am black does not mean I am always up for a debate about race, racism, or cultural appropriation." I do agree with that. Yeah. How bad know. sexism is on Reddit. Uh, these are not mine. I'm just reading it. Another yeah. person said, "Blue eye lilies that looks do matter." I'm tired. Of people acting like physical attraction should not be bearing on a relationship. Um. Yeah, I can see that.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay the despairingly and grooming expectation for men and women after spending 20 minutes and hundreds of dollars on my morning cleansing moisturizer routine. I really don't want to hear about how my errate knee hair from someone with enough toe jams to start a microbiology survey. <laughs> That's good. Um, let's see. Oh, well, cuz I think I already ranted enough. I'm thinking, well, I guess probably was my ego. Let's see, a rant that I, uh let's see, kids are resilient. They will adapt. It's not just by every city a decision adults ever made for them. I'm just thinking some people can have kids. Some people don't want kids. That's okay. Mm -hmm. A child-free lifestyle is okay for everyone because it is overpopulated. But right now people are freaking out that our generation are not producing enough kids. I'm thinking, what? Fuck them kids. Being like Michael Jordan right now. Fuck them kids. I'm thinking there's already enough kids in the world right now
1: fuck them kids okay
0: i mean for me just one rant on like <laughs> on this ashy supervisor i just want to roast them and rant on so bad i'm thinking you may have a phd but you're hella late. <laughs> you need lotion i will want to wax you sir because you're also hairy you're like a giant ass wick walking through the lab <laughs> It's just kind of like, I just most like roasting a person that I work with, a super.
1: Very funny. Oh my gosh, the stories Belmars tells me. Well,
0: and then my friend, uh, another friend, Jazzy, I swear on the life of his pigeons. I mean, thinking, you don't need a girl to be happy. Mm -hmm. I just want to stress this person uh, work on your life skills, learn how to cook, learn how to clean. If you want to have a kid, don't rush it.
1: Listen, I'm going to, that's the rant I want to have. Bill Mars gave me my inspiration. Okay, listen, listen to me carefully. Men, go to therapy. (laughs) Go to therapy. And I, like, Leslie Jones actually brought this up recently. Recently, she says, I don't remember, like, how, like, this, the onus of this conversation came up, but she was basically, like, she had to learn that men are trash too. Like, y'all are broken as well, (laughs) right? And she wasn't saying it to be, like, you know, like rude or anything. She was saying like, disproportionately women are, will go and work on themselves and go to therapy and improve themselves as opposed to men who are just kind of like, I don't need therapy. I have the bottle or I don't need therapy. I have, I don't know, Jesus or something like, please y'all, you need work, you need work. You need, you need work, we all need work. We're human beings, we all, we've been raised by other human beings, we're flawed, we're trash, we have baggage, okay? But you can mitigate that baggage by going to therapy. It's not that, and I know therapy, maybe you're like, that costs too much money. There's talk space, there's sliding scale therapy, There's like uh you can if you're religious, you can go to like a pastor or something. Like it depends. Like there are lots of options for you. Um, so I don't want to hear any of your bullshit. I need you to go to therapy. (laughs) Like, and that whole thing with a Belmar said about you don't need you don't need a partner. That's important. You And it goes with the therapy thing, okay? You should work on being the best person that you could possibly be. And don't think that having a partner is supposed to complete you. That is so important to me because my, especially when it comes to my big, big headed brother, like that thing I ranted about earlier about how I'm not going to take care of him. That still stands. I'm not going to take care of his ass. (laughs) But like, (laughs) but like, I, I keep stressing to everyone in my family, big head should not, you should not feel like he's gonna be complete just because he has a woman. That's not true. Like he's still gonna be a garbage person if he like doesn't improve himself. Do you know how many times I told everyone in my family, not just him, to go to therapy? I'm like, go to therapy, people. You need it. Like, in like no one other person is gonna like fix you. Please stop believing you can fix people. You cannot. You cannot, not unless you're yeah. a therapist, and then it doesn't matter. Because if you're in a personal relationship, that's a conflict of interest. You can't therapize that person. So you gotta send them yeah. somewhere else. Okay? Yeah. Actually, one rant, I guess, a lot of, like, my conservative people
0: on Facebook, are probably to unfriend them because it's bad for my fucking health, is them like, being, like, anti-mask and, like, anti-COVID measures, thinking, oh, the free economy. You know what? Fuck the economy if people are dying. I mean, the whole... Like not wearing a mask, please wear a fucking mask. (laughs) God damn it. It's not that hard. I'm doing my best. I mean, I canceled so many of my personal shit to keep people's I love, keep them safe in my life. Because I'm thinking, because COVID's out here in these streets, and I want to wait till I get vaccinated before I go do something crazy. And here you are thinking, oh, it's just a personal question. I think it's all or nothing. And no, you don't need to get in a fucking haze mat suit to protect yourself. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking the COVID rant, I just want to call them out and just fight. But I'm thinking it, neither of us would change our mind. So that's definitely a rant I want to go on.
1: I just like what the thing that I don't understand, and I'll never understand, is that y'all act like we're asking you to tie both your hands behind your back and never you, you act like I'm cutting off your arm. Like you act like I'm bonding you into slavery or something. You act as if you are being oppressed, bitch. It's just a fucking cloth over your face. Face. It's not that hard. Well, nobody's asking you to do rocket science. Nobody's asking you to like sacrifice your blood to the demons or something. Like nobody is asking you to give up your firstborn child. We just want you to wash your hands and wear a fucking mask. The only one of those things is an additional thing. You should have been washing your hands this whole entire time. We're only asking you to do one other thing. One thing. One. One putting fucking piece of cloth on your face so that and like stay away from each other so that we don't all die but you're acting like we're literally like trapping you inside like a freaking like gas chamber and we're like suffer no <laughs> you're not oppressed we're it's one thing you're not a fucking slave we're nobody you're fine my god y'all want to be oppressed so badly you're not oppressed especially white people god damn white pe- like just like you stupid backwards ass white people who are like well, surprise <laughs> it's also not just white people i, know, I it's mean it's not just was white people Hispanic, but
0: but the uh, oppression conservatives right? in my i'm thinking god damn it why you want to put people's life for the kind what's even fucked up is that like some of the people that have these views is people that I went to school with and fucking biology is in biological sciences, starting to be doctors and get graduates and like infectious disease and thinking, how
1: the fuck do you not care about your public goddamn health? Get I feel like carbon. I, wanna- I feel so pissed right now. When it kill you guys. <laughs> the end of the listen, you the end of you're not oppressed. Just wear the fucking mask. That's it. Like, nobody is asking you to give up, like, your, like, first, again, your firstborn child. Nobody's asking you to make a deal with a demon Dormammu or something. Like, we're just asking you to fucking wear a mask. You unoppressed bitches, okay? God <laughs> damn. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so one person, are
0: there colors you should avoid at all when going to a wedding? Someone said, I should remember that. So, well, you can't wear black to a wedding because mm-hmm. it means you wish much fortune on the couple. Like I know white, it may be black, but what color could be? They said red is also a bit mm-hmm. dodgy, but pesto colors are the safest. So I'm thinking most likely if it's like a traditional Western wedding, probably avoid white. I mean, I guess it depends how traditional the couple is because now there's a trend of like slightly non-traditional. Like if it's a couple's like third marriage, I mean, she probably wouldn't be wearing white.
1: That's true. It also depends on the culture, right? Like if you're going to, let's just say an Indian wedding, they wear red. Like the the bride wears red, like even like in some traditions or like pink or whatever. Yeah. So it's perfectly okay for you to wear white to that ceremony. In fact, I was at oh what was she Ganon. I was at a Ganon wedding once. Right. And uh we were required to wear white. That was like that was the one that's one of their traditions. Like they we we I think Cause I was representing, I think the bride's family. Cause it was my mom's best friend. So like we were representing her family essentially. So we all had to wear white. Like that was our requirement. Um, So it just depends like, and then it's some like, hell, like I wore red to my cousin's wedding because that was one of her colors. So we were allowed to wear red then. So it just depends on the culture. And then it also depends on the color scheme that the bride has picked. Right. Like. So you may be allowed to get away with some things and some things you're not, like it just depends. So, you know, and then in some, in like the olden days, women used to wear red, used to wear white, I'm sorry, in like the bridal party to confuse robbers. Mm. So if you want to confuse, you know, bridal robbers, you just wear, all you wear white.
0: Yeah, so let's see. One person said, Rainbow Fart 6969. <laughs> <laughs> recently said, I recently read that highly intelligent women are more likely to choose not so intelligent spouses. What's your take on this? Um, so, I guess I'd go first. For me, it depends how you define intelligence. Because mm-hmm. um, I'm thinking intelligence can be defined in different ways. I'm thinking, let's say this person, let's say one person in relationship is a medical doctor went to school, but another person went to school and become a barber. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, is the barber any dumber or lesser? I'm thinking there could be like, I mean, I don't think opposite tracks. I just think that they, the two people should complement each other. So maybe one person might be super duper book smart and the other one might be street smarts. And I think that they complement each other in a relationship. I think, okay, that'll be good.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Don't so. go on. Yeah.
0: And I think seeing like the strong couples I see around me thinking that they do compliment each other. I'm thinking they're not dumber, or any smarter. I just thinking, I guess in my personal experience, I see them that they complement each other. Um, I guess with my, my sister Stewie, um, her situationships. I mean, one moment uh one guy she's seeing the baby daddy, he he's a nice guy. Um, but uh I guess intelligence-wise, probably not at her level. And then another guy she was talking to, uh, he's hella intelligent, but uh um <laughs> and I think they match it. So I just think it depends how you complement each other, it's the most important.
1: Uh, Yeah, I would have to agree with all of that. Um, And then like, it depends, like, yeah, the measure of intelligence is not like, that's, intelligence is kind of like how you, how people interpret intelligence, right? Like, are you basing it on something asinine, like the intelligence quotient? Like, are you basing it on somebody's education level? Like, are you basing it on like, are you, do you consider somebody who has more um, accreditations in science smarter than somebody who's like an artist? Like what are right. you, like where are you basing your idea of intelligence? Because even though on the outside somebody, you could see a couple and one of them could be dressed like real artsy, like fartsy shit. Like they have the weirdest outfit on and like their like hair corset is- corset
0: and then like yeah. a steampunk
1: hat. Yeah. And like the other person could be dressed head to toe like a stereotypical nerd. And maybe you're thinking like, oh, that person is, is smarter than the other person. And you talk to them and you realize the person dressed like a, a freaking artist has a PhD in like uh, neuroscience or something. And the other person just got a bachelor's in, uh, I don't know. Uh, well, uh, computer, computer
0: science, because you really don't have to go farther after that. Just get certs.
1: Yeah. Like the other person has like, yeah, computer science or whatever. Do you then say like, oh, like she's more intelligent than him or he's more like, that's what it, like, that's what I'm saying. Like you, you can, it's best not to judge people's like on the outside, like the relationship on the outside, because even if somebody is, everybody's going to lack in one area, like that's why we need each other because like you have like bell mars and i are not in a romantic relationship obviously but like we're in a platonic relationship and she's far more intelligent when it comes to stem cell stem subjects than i am the girl is not here for math it was rude <laughs> to her um, I love math. But see, like she, math was rude to me all throughout school. It was a constant bitch. Um, and I'm and I did not go into it. So she is more acclaimed in that area. And I'm more acclaimed in like languages and like uh, that sort of fields of study. So we complement each other in that way. You know, like we, we don't, and we don't have the same levels of education. Like she has, she's still going to school for stuff. I right. said, I'm not going back to school for shit, yeah. but that doesn't make me- masters Right. Yeah. You see, she's trying to go for a master. That girl's not, this girl's not getting a master's in shit. Okay. <laughs> it's not happening, but that doesn't mean that I'm less intelligent than Belmar's. It means right. I'm more intelligent in another area like I might I make up for intelligence in another area so again like basically all of that was to say that I agree with her see I'm long-winded that's also where we did like she's like you're a lot more
0: creative to me in the writing because I'm thinking how do I get my words to paper
1: Mm -hmm. and that's what I'm here for I'm here (laughs) to help her get her words to paper and she's here to fact check the fuck out of me because I (laughs) I say shit and she's like wait no
0: (laughs) Another one is what is your must have in a handbag? Well, to me for must have, like right now I'm going through my big bag, big bag phase. So I have like uh, pens, chapstick, hand sanitizer, some hand lotion, extra mask, my wallet which has my money and some other stuff. Uh, maybe some snacks. I mean, if I'm going to a movie theater, I might sn- smuggle some food in there. <laughs> likes candy so go to the dollar store before and then like get some food and then we just like buy like popcorn or soda in there or depends how ghetto we're feeling might just get extra food
1: and I, I bought a whole meal into this the the uh the star cinema <laughs> Just yeah <laughs> well i have a giant coach bag and it's pretty roomy
0: so and those are my must-haves so and i guess all these I'll, i need to get more candy or like like fruit in my bag but fruit i have to eat within 24 hours because i don't want it to spoil and like get crap in my purse
1: yeah um must-haves in a handbag um i am the opposite you see how Mars and i compliment each other i'm actually <laughs> going through a small bag face um because i uh i recently just bought a bag i think it was uh it's on sale i don't buy any oh, nice. at full price um what 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 brand is my bag oh, shit it's over there somewhere i don't know <laughs> but i just got a designer bag the other day it's, it's tiny i mm. i can keep my taser in it all of my cards and all of the essentials and that's so i don't pack more than i fucking need um <laughs> because i will tote the whole world in a bag like <laughs> if it's roomy enough but like for a bag like i have to have there has to be a cell phone slot, right? Um, even in a small bag, and then there has to be card slots because I have cards. And um, it has to be big enough to be able to like carry my taser and like an extra pair of underwear because the girls always prepared just in case something yeah. happens.
0: Oh, and feminine products forgot to mention yes. like tampons, pads, also feminine wipes.
1: Mm-hmm. That's right. So those are essential. And I like my bags like. I'm going through like a like an understated phase with like maybe just like a like a like detail that's eye catching. So I like like maybe like a subtle pattern with maybe a bow on the side or like a little shimmer to where it catches your eye. Nothing too flashy. You know, that's yeah. that's what I'm going through right now. Handbag wise.
0: Yeah. So I go for like bags, like big bags, a little bag. But since it's a coach bag that Stewie bought me, uh, I'm probably going to have this for a while. Yeah. Big bag. Okay, and I guess one for the millennials, those who came of age in the early to late 2000s. What was your experience like? I think it was hopeful because we came off the 90s, but then also a lot of like national grief because we had like mass shootings and like 9/11. Uh, but then also the shows were legendary because I I guess I also showed my age of thinking, oh sweet, I think Nelly, I'm thinking that was in 2000. Or like early Destiny's Child. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking, God damn, I'm old. So we use
1: something called LimeWire to download (laughs) music. Yes. Oh man, I remember (laughs) LimeWire. Oh, every single time I downloaded something, I'm like, I hope the feds don't catch me. (laughs) (laughs) And
0: burning CDs. Uh, So the internet was still pretty young. So. I mean, a lot of people either have like Black Planet or MySpace. I didn't get like social media until it was like 2010. And that's well, like sophomore year of like high school Mm -hmm. is when I got like a Facebook. So and just growing up, because when I was a kid in the 90s, like 1999, when I went to kindergarten, uh, we didn't have like computer. There was on like one fucking computer. It was just like a simple math game or Mm -hmm. spell cat yeah with the macintosh and then as i get older like it all the way up to my high school when i graduated in, in class of 2012 we had like smartphones yeah. things were coming up um mp3 players i mean now i settled to just use my cell phone for yep. everything with this wonderful map quest so if i wanted to go to a different school had to print out the instructions oh my God. i mean y'all had to be there and disney channel shows were lit yes um I mean, I think cartoons are a little bit better now, but I think it was nice era of Kim Possible, Totally Spies, and like when anime first came to the US too.
1: Look at my Kim Possible snow globe. <laughs>
0: yeah. So I think it was lit and I did shape a lot of things but then also looking back retroactively and thinking
1: damn we let a lot of things slide (laughs) oh my god listen so like I agree with everything Belmar said I uh, like just the letting things slide I remember my mom was watching Girlfriends like you know Girlfriends came in back into resurgence on Netflix so she was re-watching it and like I like and this was still when I was at home so like I caught some of the episodes or whatever and like I remember there was one where the the whole entire thing was like centered around like whether or not uh somebody was a man or a woman or something very transphobic right Mm -hmm. and like the whole entire time I was sitting there and I was like for real they (laughs) (laughs) Like, like shows were a little problematic back then which is why Tyra like got into a lot of trouble with her like her um God. What the hell was that? Oh, yeah. Next America's model? next model.
0: There's a lot of problematic moments where they kind of like when one model mentioned about, like, oh, he said he doesn't kiss black girls. Like, oh, just kiss them and make them like black girls. I mm-hmm. think that's fucked up. And then another time when a woman was dancing with a model and he keeps like trying to sexually harass her and touch her. Like, you know, like, can we stop? I'm feeling uncomfortable. And people say, oh, you're just being a drama. Just telling the to back up. But she did. Mm-hmm. so and then that mm-hmm. the time the person got hypothermia and the whole would you like I was rooting for you when the oh god that
1: to- whole speech <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, we were rooting for you never in my life I, like yelled at a girl like this yeah <laughs> oh and god. just because she didn't cry when she got eliminated I'm thinking people handle things differently
1: yeah like what do you like anyway but yeah like the 2000s where I agree like it was a lot of uh there's a lot of things going on, like conspiracy theories starting to like come into form. The Illuminati. Oh God, yes. Um, we were all dressed like the way that kids dress now, like like kid, kids, like our age when we were in two thousands, vastly different from how we were dressed as kids. <laughs> like I remember, we were all wearing like jeans and like solid color shirts or overalls and shit. Yeah. We all looked like we belonged on the magic school bus, <laughs> like. <laughs> like that was like our childhood honestly um what else like oh and my good late
0: uh, early 2010. so I'm thinking uh-huh. from when we went to well when we graduated so I'm thinking all the way up to 2019 <laughs> so with definitely a lot of hope I think we went from Obama and changed to Trump thinking <laughs> god damn <laughs> like a that start- like,
1: drastic like the fact that we went from having the first black president to having the uh, one of the most racist presidents <laughs> like, i mean in our lifetime we weren't alive during reagan or woodrow wilson yeah we were andrew jackson nope, we weren't alive during any of those people so for us that was the most racist president we've ever had like, <laughs> like like in our lifetime yes like so yeah oh the 2010s were yeah that's when like we started getting touchscreen phones um that was when like we started having unlimited plans for phones do you remember that like we did yeah so like your top five people thinking oh i have like i had we had sprint
0: on the time now we have Mm t-mobile so and music so Beyonce, I mean, she was still queen, but I'm just thinking, you think, well, when she started doing more of a feminism message, that's when she like exploded. Yeah. But, well, well, Beyonce was always dead. I remember Crazy in Love.
1: Yeah. Um, Beyonce just got better and better. I think like when she, cause she went solo, like what, when 2004, 2005, yeah. something like that yeah that was when we first like it was that was when Beyonce started picking up like steam as a solo artist and then like 2010s I think she just kind of like her she went from being like queen to like the queen like do you see what I'm yeah. saying like uh, like you're she went from being a black queen to being the black queen like you yes know? <laughs> so, and she became so
0: iconic and and then also the bur- well K-pop got popular. Because I remember in high school, I was to a couple songs of K-pop mm-hmm. and also early years in co- college yeah. before Gangnam Style. I listened to K-pop before Gangnam Style.
1: Right? Like I, and then well, it's true because like they, I mean, I think everybody thinks that BTS pretty much like was the pioneers, of, but that's not true. like Like Nickelodeon, I remember watching when I was like in- was this like college or like late high school there was like some nickelodeon like movie with four minute in it like that where they was it four minute yeah like basically like it was about this like k-pop group i came to america they were trying to like basically like promote here and they like beat this like small town pop group in some like city I don't remember what it was called but it was so cheesy but like it was it was really like it like that was the first time I'd ever seen k-pop artists and I didn't know that I was looking at k-pop artists so Yeah. yeah like but Gangnam Style is what kind of blew up K-pop, like it started yeah, globally. So. Globally, yeah, and then that, like, you can't say BTS without saying Psy came first because right. I mean, Psy did, and then like there are other behind the scenes people that have done things too, like J Park. Um, even though J Park is problematic as hell, um, <laughs> <laughs> most of them are kind of problematic as hell. Though, don't get me wrong, like, but like. Like J Park, like so when he was part of like 2PM and like you know um, SM, like you can't forget that like before BTS was popular, EXO was popular. Yeah. So like there there have been like a, a whole bunch of people, but like I um oh uh, Girls Generation, Girls Generation was on like I think they were one of the first groups that was on like a late night show, an American late night show, like so you have to give credit where credit is due uh but yeah like i didn't really get into k-pop until like 2014 but like yes like yeah. that k-pop was has been kind of like here like in the united states and building since like 2008 like 2000 yeah
0: because i think it was more into j-pop because i remember hi hi kachi yumi um listened to them thinking oh okay and then listen to like anime music so i'm thinking so I listened to Naruto because I like when, and then he Hitata Hikaru, Utada, Utada Hikaru from uh, Kingdom Hearts, <laughs> and I realized, wow, video game music and like Japanese low slaps, it
1: slaps so
0: hard. <laughs> so I, and I was a little bit awkward, but then I realized, eh, it's whatever. It's music's music, right? Yeah. So. And so, yeah, growing up in the 2000s was pretty sweet, but I'm thinking I can't easily get as much music as I can now. And YouTube wasn't as big of a giant. I mean, it was kind of like the Wild West. I mean, some of the YouTubers that I watched, then I'm still investing, like Tim De La Ghetto. Oh, I love him. Um, yeah. So I remember when I first watched him, he had a girlfriend, uh, Chia. They're married now, they actually have a daughter. So I'm thinking god damn
1: and he's like that man is like in full scale like productions now like he's yeah, on I mean, whatchamacallit isn't he on um wildin and out yeah he yeah.
0: was on Wild and out and then he acted in movies he was going to be doing other things so yeah. i just see how he grows just making music and his parents uh house he paid off his parents house and now he goes by tim Chantaronsu. Ooh which is his last name, because he actually got the idea from De La Ghetto from Will Smith. He wanted to do what like Will Smith did, rapping, mm-hmm. acting, and then get other, but in and and one episode of uh, Fresh Prince, he said, uh, Will pretend to be a poet called Rafael De La Ghetto, and that's where he got the name from. So he said, so now he's going by Chantaransu, which is his name, and he's really proud of his Thai roots. Aww.
1: So, and that's
0: why he said, and it's fun to say Chantaransu.
1: Chantaransu.
0: Hmm, cool yeah Thank have Asian dude so and other YouTubers who grow up and now are going to bigger and better things so mm. I just feel so proud that I was there in the beginning
1: yeah I mean we have seen like a lot of the people that y'all are like oh my god they're in this movie we saw them on YouTube first Why? Like- <laughs> <laughs> and it's crazy to think about like you know youtube i remember when youtube was not making nobody's careers and now like everybody is on youtube trying to make a career like it makes you wonder like oh man maybe we should have got on youtube before it was popular so then we yeah. could-
0: <laughs> And then there was vine and then after vine ended then all the viners jumped on youtube mm-hmm. um like thomas sanders and the paul brothers <sighs> <sighs> Yeah. um and, and now we have TikTok. I mean, shit, maybe I should jump on that TikTok.
1: I thought about like making us a TikTok, but I'm like, what are we gonna do on the TikTok? <laughs> I don't know. Like, part of me wants to be like, remember when the Fine Brothers first came out and do doing reactions or whatever? I'm like, should we do yeah. reactions? But I'm like, I don't know if we can hack that. Maybe we'll discuss it later. Um, but okay. like. Yeah, the 2000s had some gems and it had some some shitty things.
0: But yeah, some things like age perfectly, other times was problematic. I think every era has that, including the 90s, mm-hmm. 80s, mm-hmm. and other stuff.
1: Indeed. So. Y'all have just had your childhood dreams crushed by Dr. Seuss. So don't be surprised if somebody else comes out and they are like, they have some sketchy origins
0: yeah mr bugs bunny doing blackface yeah the fuck
1: <laughs> oh my god anyway um is that is that all of our questions belmire is that we yeah.
0: you want to wrap it up yeah i think it was a good question to end on so mm-hmm.
1: well all right oh gosh um happy birthday let's all Happy birthday to Bill Mars. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Happy All right. Bill Mars. Okay, ready, ready. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Wait, what version do you want? <laughs> oh, Stevie Wonder. Happy birthday. Oh, the Stevie Wonder. Okay, ready. One. Two three happy birthday to ya, happy birthday to ya, happy birthday, happy birthday to ya, happy birthday to ya, happy birthday, Belmo yay i'm
0: touch and hopefully everyone stay Pisces during pisces seasons and i also wish a fellow happy birthday to all my fellow pisces mm-hmm. you know being water emotional signs in the 12th house um, we feel other people's emotions very easily
1: <laughs> that's right yes and we love them for it uh give all the love to my pisces but well, I'm, like, I'm not a Pisces but give all the love to my water babies my little fishies give them the love that they deserve the season um yeah who else's birthday um oh yeah Sugar's birthday is on the 9th yes <laughs> <Or BTS. laughs> um oh yeah uh tonight is the Grammy so make sure you watch especially Chloe and Hallie. it's Women's History Month don't you dare like <laughs> <laughs> um and yeah everybody stay safe for those in texas please just keep wearing masks i don't care what gregory says um keep wearing your masks, children Um, uh, and um uh, follow us on social media belmars tell belmars happy birthday on her candles no uh, thank you guys Yes, tell her happiness. stay safe um and yeah that's uh that's pretty much it uh, I guess we'll see y'all next week. Where we're gonna, well, who knows what the hell we're gonna talk about? We gonna figure something out though. <laughs> All right, guys, love you so much. Bye, bye, bye.